In this episode, Damien and I welcome Booster Greg from the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast to discuss all the games and hardware revealed at E3 2016. From Electronic Arts, Bethesda, Ubisoft, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony. All this and more on The Geek Generation. Everybody, welcome to the Geek Generation. I'm your host Rob Logan, joined in the studio by Damian Cranshaw. It's the season of video games. Let's get this started. It is that season, and a brand new co-host. We welcome guest Booster Greg to the show. What's going on, Rob? What is up, what up? Greg? You have as silky a voice as I do. Oh yeah, <laughs> I feel left out. <laughs> Uh, and Greg, you have a podcast of your own. Go ahead and plug that. Yeah, we have the Bad County Funky Podcast each and every Thursday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find us at twitch.tv slash Funky or twitch.tv slash Greg, or even on the Facebook page. We're starting to mess around with that, too. So definitely check us out there for more of my rambling, which will be great. Excellent. All right. Uh, you already did your E3 podcast with Bad Coyote Funky. Yeah. But we are going to reiterate all that <laughs> stuff today now that you're joining us. Uh, and we're going to jump right in and talk about all the press conferences, all the big announcements that came out during uh, the conferences themselves. And uh, some of these will probably breeze through because they were fairly dull. Yeah. And others we'll spend a little more time on because they were much more exciting. Also, as we get into them, I do want to remind people listening that they can pre-order a lot of these games already. Some of them are coming out this year. Some are coming out next year. Uh, but you know how much video games love their pre-order bonuses. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. So you can go ahead and pre-order. If you go to thegeekgeneration.com and you click that Amazon button on the home page, you can go right to Amazon. We get a small portion of the proceeds from that. It doesn't cost you any extra money, but it does allow us to keep doing these things that you hopefully enjoy. Uh, so again, thegeekgeneration.com, click the Amazon button. Just do your shopping as normal. All right. The first conference this year at E3 was Electronic Arts, the EA conference. Mm-hmm. That was easily the most boring conference I have seen in years. And I, can... I don't even think it was for lack of content. Mm-hmm. Presentation was just really poor. Yeah, I, I napped through most of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I woke up and was like, oh, it's done. Wait, what? What's going on? Yeah. Where am I? I agree. I was sitting <laughs> in my chair and like trying not to fall asleep because there was there was nothing all that exciting to keep me engaged. Yeah, it was really, really dull. But they did make some big announcements. Mm-hmm. Again, some we care about, some we don't. Titanfall 2, uh, they dropped a trailer for that. Apparently, PS4 players can now enter the fray because it was Xbox One exclusive, the first yep. one. Yep. And there is a single player mode, which shouldn't seem like a big announcement for <laughs> right? a video game. But it was. Yes. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think about Titanfall 2? Uh, I'm excited. I'm happy and disappointed at the same time it's not an xbox one exclusive because that's why i bought my xbox one was for the first titanfall i actually got that um that version of the release sure and now it's kind of like well i don't really need my xbox too much anymore i mean besides uh quantum break and and gears of war and stuff like that but now i get to play with my buddies get to play with you know the rest of the bad character funky crew i get to actually i have more friends on playstation than i do on xbox anyways Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so for me, it's like bittersweet in all honesty. And yeah. The, the campaign looks really cool. It has a really cool premise. So I'm probably going to get it. I, it's up in the air for me right now. Okay. Yeah. Damien, I know you probably don't care too much about this. Yeah, but uh, just 
for the game itself, I hope it does a better job than the first one in keep, keeping people's interest because the height of Titanfall, it seemed, you know, that it was a lot of people were playing it. They were excited for it. And then within, you know, a few months, it it just dropped. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Madden NFL 17. They just keep coming. Mm-hmm. It is EA's big seller, <laughs> so you can't blame them. If people it, complain that there's minimal change every year, but they keep selling well. Yeah, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Uh, some new things in Madden include challenger events, premiere events, EA major events. I'm sure that means things to people, but not to me. So mm-hmm. <laughs> moving right along. Well, I'm sure we love our sports games here. This is not the place for sports games. No. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. I've always been intrigued by the Mass Effect series. I know it is very popular. Uh, looks really cool. Yeah. I never got into it because I've always been a PlayStation guy. Mm-hmm. And the first one, at least, was Xbox exclusive and then came to PlayStation. I know in like a bundle later yeah, on. Yeah, the, the triple mm-hmm. pack. Yeah. Right. Which I meant to get around to. But again, yeah. it just seems like one of those huge time sinks that it is, but in a good way. Yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite um series on last gen for sure yeah and i want to be excited about andromeda but they haven't shown me enough to be excited Mm. and i want to know if the franchise can survive without that core group of characters because for me mass effect was about shepherd joker wreck and the whole crew right so now it's a totally new story yeah totally new story totally new guys you sure you have the same species in there but like it was, you just fall in love with these guys and their idiosyncrasies. I mean, you're with them for over 40 hours a game, potentially, sure, sure. on DLC and stuff like that. So you get to know and love them. Garrus, too. Like, you don't get that. You might not. You're probably not going to get them anymore, depending mm. on lifespan, when this game takes place and stuff like that. So ultimately, we'll see with Andromeda. All we got to see is them working on it, really, and a couple in-game stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, in Andromeda, you are leaving the Milky Way galaxy to help humanity find a new home. And the other big piece of information here is that it's powered by the Frostbite engine for the first time, which you'll hear for probably a lot of games. Mm. That seems to be the big thing this year, aside from, hey, VR. Uh, the other thing was <laughs> powered by Frostbite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, FIFA 17 yeah. sports game. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Yeah. Not my bag. No, me neither. I think, though, if I were to get into a sports game, I was a soccer player, so soccer would Mm -hmm. probably be my way in, aside from, like, pro wrestling, but, you know, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that's that's half a sports game. Yeah, or, like, NBA Jam. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The old school sports games I still love. It's when they got all complicated. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, For the first time in FIFA 17, Premier League managers are in the game. I don't know why that's a big deal, but apparently it is. Sounds cool. Uh, They also have another mode called The Journey, which you can go through a story mode as a character named Alex Hunter as he makes his way up the ranks in the league and that's that's kind of cool i love a good story mode yeah I, like mm-hmm. i like a good sports movie sure so yeah. i think a story mode in a sports game is a more inviting thing for me even though i'll probably never play it but it's still something more inviting sure who doesn't love mighty ducks yeah or yeah. hardball sure or i can't remember any major league major league <laughs> <laughs> winning or basketball oh basketball's amazing <laughs> I certainly find it interesting, though, that it's they've they've given this character a name. It's not like they're going in with uh, allowing you to customize your character, right. give it your own name, give it kind of like features and looks, right? Um, which is something that you would see normally in most campaigns of like a sports game or a yeah. wrestling game, yep. so. or like an NBA now has like a pretty good career mode. I guess my brother tells me, mm. or so I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are things mentioned that we just went in one ear out the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Story mode, NBA. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, the next game, this is probably the first thing that really interests me that came out of it, was a game called Fee. Mm. Mm. And it looked 
somewhat interesting, although didn't grab me the way a lot of I, I think they were hyping this as like an indie game that's being kind of helped out by yeah, Microsoft. Yeah, I agree. And when you do that with like one game, it feels like you have a poster child, but that doesn't mean the program is necessarily going strong. Mm -hmm. right. So Microsoft still is not on board the indie game train the same way that Sony has been for right. the last mm -hmm. few years, for sure. Right. Uh, but this looked OK. The It's a game without words. You have this little like puppy kittenish yeah. thing. It's cute. Yeah, it's not <laughs> bad. Every creature has their own song. They communicate through yep. these things. And yep. Uh, yep. it seems like interesting mechanics. I don't know. It feels like a lot of indie things that have been done before kind of mashed into one. Mm -hmm. Even yeah. like the monochromatic color scheme. It feels like an anti indie game kind of with it's just like it feels so like structured by yeah. like big corporate America. Yeah. What are they like? Like cute things, like bright colors, put them all together. Let's just say it's Indian <laughs> see what happens. So the program that they're hyping up could actually be the reason that the game isn't <laughs> as good mm -hmm. exactly. as what it could have been. Yeah. It's uh, kind of re reminding me of like what journey was for PS4 and okay. like they're trying to like cram their own for yeah. Xbox one. Did you play journey though? I, I did. Oh, okay. I did, did you like it? Oh yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Journey was much. a good time. Yeah. I wish I hadn't known about the multiplayer mechanic before playing, though. Yeah. Because then I wouldn't have known. <laughs> they just would have been like other NPCs to me. Yeah. 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 Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. I mean, that looks really cool, too. I fell out of love with Battlefront. Yeah. Um, I already traded it in. I already got rid of it. Really? Uh, I mean, I liked it for the first couple tries. Hero Battle was really cool. And then it just like, I don't know, like I stopped playing with all my buddies and then I tried to do it solo and it didn't have as good of a time. Our schedules couldn't sync up. And mm -hmm. it was just kind of like, yeah, I guess I'm not going to play this. And all these other games are coming out, too. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I had to put it by the wayside for now. We'll see if I pick it back up again. Probably not. Uh, which kind of almost made the new announcement for me not as exciting anymore. Mm. It almost like, you know, because you've left the franchise. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm yeah, out. Like, yeah. you know, I love Star Wars as much as everyone else that's probably listening to this. But it's just like like that game didn't do it for me. Mm -hmm. And Force Unleashed was awesome. Yeah. Like, I loved those games a lot. But this one was just like, cool. Yeah, I get to play Han Solo. Yes. And Sometimes all it takes is one game. I was the same yeah. way with Assassin's Creed 3. And I was yeah. like, oh, what a misstep this was. And I yeah. haven't gone back since. I'm with you on that, too. I'm just out. Yeah. Yeah. Two, I love. Three. Yeah. Yep. So I love two and two and two. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then three, they messed up. Yeah. So they got three twos right. And then they screwed up the other one. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, Battlefield one. This is kind of the big one that everyone was waiting for. I am not a big Battlefield guy. Me neither. Me neither. Nor military games in general. They all feel like mm -hmm. a lot of the same to me. Yeah. And just rehash stuff. But for people that are interested, uh, destruction is more intuitive and natural than ever. Weather will impact each map in different ways, changing the way you play it. And they are now including behemoths, or what they call, which are ultimate vehicles that are these large, massive things that you can drive or fly or whatever they do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, that's the thing about Battlefield games. Like, I, I understand the appeal. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. It's just not for me, but I love destructible environments. I love the the combat. I love like the whole you get into vehicles and you just like mm -hmm. get to mess with everything and, sure. and own. But at the same time, it's like when I played Battlefield three and then four, I'd spawn in headshot die. OK, cool. Spawn in. Look around. Headshot. It's coming from there. Cool. Respawn. Spawn in. Maybe get a little closer. Die. OK. And then it's just like eventually you get better and better and better and better and better. But it's just it feel I felt too much like Dark Souls almost where mm -hmm. it's just like you have to die to figure out where everything is. And mm -hmm. in a world where everything is changing, that isn't always the best experience. I agree. Yeah, uh, that was all of EA. 
I mean, yeah, that's one of the reasons it was so boring. Plus, they kept yeah. jumping back and forth between different stages, mm-hmm. yeah. which felt very awkward. Uh, sure. Nothing was really like, yay, super exciting. <laughs> like the maybe it was just the vibe of the room. Right. It, it might have been. It was again, like the presentation side, like, all right, Mass Effect Andromeda. And I'm like, <gasps> And then they're like, okay, they're drawing. They're working on it. Don't worry. It's coming. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to know it's coming. I want to know it's about to come. Yeah, It's about to be here. Like, that's that's what I want to see. I I know you're working on it. I've read that you're working on it. Mm -hmm. I wanted a release date. I wanted it to be surprising, like what they did with Fallout last year. Sure, sure. Yeah, this game's coming up. We're working on it. You might not have known about it. It's coming out this year in like six, seven months. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. (laughs) The Star Wars trailer they showed, too, was abysmal. It was a yeah. whole lot of nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like, there are people drawing things that you like. Right. <laughs> and here's some Star Wars toys. Right. And here's a screenshot from something that's probably so pre-alpha, it's not even going to look like this when it's done. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Super exciting, guys. <laughs> Super exciting. All right. Bethesda. They they definitely stepped things up from where EA had left things as a lackluster start to E3. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pre and the post show was hosted by Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb, which I thought was a very smart move. Okay. One of the things I think these conferences all do wrong is have the people who made the games be the ones who talk about it. Just because you can make a video game doesn't mean you can entertain a room of people. Sure. There's yeah. a lot of people that get up there and just start stuttering. Like, you have professional hosts. Yep. Adam Sessler, mm-hmm. Morgan Webb, Aisha Tyler. This yep. is her fifth year doing the Ubisoft conference. Mm-hmm. Like, get those professional people to walk people through it. Mm-hmm. It's so much smarter. And you you don't get the nervous factor. Right. When, like, I'm presenting and the controller's shaking and you're like, oh, no, yeah. please don't yeah. mess this up. <laughs> and then, like, when you have someone like Aisha who can make light of the situation, start yeah. throwing some comedy down. Oh, yeah, yeah. You really downplay those awkward moments. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 So more of that. I hope people embrace the professional hosts or the amateur wannabe professional hosts and start bringing them into things. <laughs> we have business cards. <laughs> we certainly do. We do. All right. I do. Quake Champions. More Quake. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Hooray. I haven't played yes. anything Quake-wise since Arena, yeah. which I did play a lot of in college and enjoyed quite a bit. Yeah, it's been a while for me, too. Yeah, yeah. and I think there was a Quake 4. There was. Yeah. And then this would be 5, I suppose? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is currently for PC only. That's different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean... That seems to be a newish kind of trend popping up. Everything wants to be console, but you have um, Lawbreakers, Cliffy B's new game, only on PC. This as well. is true. Yeah. So I, it looks like there's almost this MOBA arena style kind of thing going on that's only out on PC first that aren't as big as Blizzard or Gearbox or any of those. Maybe they test the waters to see how the game does. If it does well, maybe it comes out on console. Maybe it never does. But that's where these games were born that's where quake was born absolutely you know that's where well cliffy b started way back in the nes days but i'm assuming he also probably played these arena shit well unreal was only oh totally yeah yeah so it seems like they're going back to their roots just to find themselves and maybe expand from there we'll see what happens in the future it's funny that unreal is known more as an engine now than it is a game franchise no it like slips my mind every once in a while i'm like cliffy b's first real game gears wait a minute no it wasn't yeah (laughs) yeah yeah uh quake champions is an arena style shooter designed for people of all skill levels that's what they said at least and it's promised to run at 120 hertz with unlocked frame rates which i don't understand yeah i don't know what that means numbers really are good. smooth yeah smooth like butter smooth like butter smooth like all butter. right that's all we need to know about that one, <laughs> uh fallout 4 
it's already out, but yeah. Uh, yep. yeah. <laughs> but they did announce three more add-ons that are coming: the Contraptions Workshop, oh, yeah. the mm-hmm. Vault Tech Workshop, yep. and Nuka World, which is going to be awesome. Because I, I was reading an article that says you can play or you can become a raider. Really? Oh, you really? Can become a bad guy. That's interesting. Yeah, so that's going to be really cool because you've always been in Fallout, the good guy. Whether mm-hmm. you're a jerk or not is an entirely different story. Right. But... You're still yeah the hero, quote unquote. Yeah, exactly. That is interesting. Uh, What else? Oh, yeah. Fallout 4 VR. Yeah. (laughs) What a bomb they dropped there. What a what a awesome yet terrible decision for those who have zero (laughs) self-control whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Like I just picture myself being like, okay, let's go in, set timer for one hour. And then I'm playing, playing, take the watch off, put that on there, turn off the phone. Take it off, be like a beard. I'm like five years right, older. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I'm starving. Rip Van Winkle in <laughs> yeah. Fallout mode. <laughs> what year is it? You're gonna end up with like some major neck strains, I think, going oh, yeah. on from all yeah. that. <laughs> Just having the the gear on for so long, not yeah. wanting to take that off. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so you got that, which is coming to HTC Vive. Mm-hmm. That's just amazing. Um, yeah. Fallout okay. Shelter. I've wanted to play it for so long, but I don't have an iPad and it's so small on the phone. Yeah. But I'm very yeah. excited that it's coming to PC. It's a it's great. Uh, I mean, they announced it last year and they released it within hours. Yeah. Um, like right after the conference. It yeah, oh, yeah. was available to download. It was great. Yeah. Um, It was fun. We all played it. Like I was telling everyone at work, we all played it for probably three months. Mm hmm. And I was hoping it would last a little bit longer. And then it kind of like fell a little bit down because it got a little stale and they started making more and more and more improvements. Now that it's you get to leave the vault, you get to go exploring, you get to fight raiders, stuff like that. It's a full fledged game now instead of just a mini game to tie you over, which is I'm assuming it's original intent. Sure. And now it's coming on PC because of that, which is very exciting because now yeah. it can be streamed. And oh, yeah. I have mm-hmm. a reason to play and I have a full screen and, <laughs> yeah. and I don't have to. I'm not a big fan of touch controls. I'm just not. I like having yeah. the the keyboard and the mouse. That's my that's my home base. Like it just feels more natural to me that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can tell you on the phone. It definitely is. Even on the iPad, it's definitely clunky because you mean to you mean to scroll around and it ends up tapping a character. And you're like, oh, I don't want to tap you. Yeah. Lost the guy i'm mm-hmm. looking for i gotta do it all over again and there's a bit of frustration but i think it's a super smart move for them to release it on pc yeah yeah uh the july update will introduce quests a new combat system characters foes and locations as we kind of mentioned yeah yeah cool. <laughs> and then we got some epic sounding music coming because oh, yeah. skyrim special edition is on the way this oh, is a remastered with all official add-ons included version, it is scheduled for release on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on October 28th, 2016, and will support full PC mods on console. I saw the wow. uh, the layout they had for including yeah. mods, and I was just like, yeah, that's that's what everybody really wants, mm-hmm. is because oh, Skyrim sure. is replayable because of the mods. Yeah. Yeah. The only bummer for this with me is I just started. You just started Skyrim. <laughs> I was going to ask you that. I've had the game forever, and I just started my first playthrough within the last month. And then they announced this, and I'm like, God damn it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's fine. Whatever. Well, like yeah. you said, it's replayable. Yeah. So if you ever get around to it. And I feel, like the, uh, I feel like the new one's going to be so graphics intensive, I might not be able to stream it very well anyway. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. So it's probably better off that I'm doing it the way I am right now. True. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The before and afters were incredible because you it shows you like PS3. And I'm like, yeah, that, that looks really good. That's yeah. about what I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little mm-hmm. better now. And then it's like PS4. And I'm <laughs> like, whoa, am I am I in? 
the forest with them right now? What's going on? It was that commercial where the dude's sitting on the armchair in yeah. the TV, yeah. like blows yeah. the wind at him and knocks him over. Awesome. Yeah. It might as well be that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we then got a trailer for a mysterious game that had this character named Morgan kind of going through a Groundhog Day type of experience, his eye getting redder and redder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we revealed it was Prey, which is a reboot from the 2006 original that shares apparently very little in common with the first. Yeah. So based on what I remember, I played, I think I played the demo of Prey back in college. Okay. And you're, I just want to remember, a Native American who gets abducted by aliens and you have to just kind of like go through this story. Hmm. Uh, but what was really interesting about it was it, it was almost like Ant-Man syndrome. Like you would go into a door, you'd shrink and you'd oh. enter this other door and you'd be in this like, like snow globe of some kind and you could see the room that you're in. Okay. And hmm. then you go back out that door and you're normal sized again. So they, they played with uh size perception a lot, which that's was cool. Really wow. cool. Or at least in the, a lot in the demo that I played. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no evidence of that in this trailer. No, not like this seems completely different. Yeah. Uh, but what was interesting is they tried to bring this back a while ago. There was supposed to be yeah. a sequel. Yeah. Yeah. And they just like Nick Six. I remember at the time I was working at GameStop and you have like that insiders like Bethesda off. And it was just like you take quizzes on it and they were really pushing out prey. And mm-hmm. you, you got to take a quiz, do all the thing, like learn about it. And then nothing ever happened with it. It just disappeared from their from their site disappeared from the news knowing mm. it would happen and now all of a sudden it's just like we get this whole like morgan groundhog day yeah scenario which looks really interesting yeah yeah and it almost has like he it seems like he's talking to himself at the end of the trailer exactly too, which is really cool yeah i was almost on board i was like on the cuff and then they showed that and i was like oh i'm done I'm really pumped for this now. Mm-hmm. Side note, they make you take quizzes at GameStop. So not for GameStop. <laughs> um, for those of you who have never worked retail, uh, there's something called a retail loyalty site okay. in which you take quizzes for. So I did it for Bethesda and you take quizzes and you can earn points and you can redeem free stuff, free games, Interesting. free okay. whatever. But it's never really worth your time. Yeah. Or if it is, it goes by fast. Like when Skyrim first came out, they were offering free PC downloads, but they were limited. So by the time oh. that I got verified and everything was on there, sure. they were gone. Sure. I got Honor. Brink for free. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Not Skyrim. I think but it's like no. 10 minutes playtime total yeah. on that on my Steam library. But they did. They gave me Rage and stuff like that, which is really cool. That's interesting. Yeah. So um, one of the few perks of working retail video games is that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah. Also, going back to Prey, uh, it says it puts you in the shoes of Morgan Yu, an experimental subject plunked aboard a space station and tracked down by invading aliens who you'll have to defeat with weapons, tools, and mind-bending abilities. Mm. Set for 2017 release on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Looked interesting. I was really into the psychological part of it. Yeah. As soon as I saw mm-hmm. the aliens, I was like, okay, I get it. It's a, you want something fun, action-oriented in a video game. I was fine with just the psychological aspect, personally. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then their last game they showed off, of course, Dishonored 2, which I had to say had a really strong trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And the music choice they had it was like a remix or uh, a cover of a Fleetwood Mac song. Yep. That yeah. was really solid. Yeah. So I've seen that trailer multiple times and it's good every time. I'm really excited for Dishonored 2. Yeah. Now, I, I have the first because the first was a PS3 yep. free title at one point. So I haven't oh, downloaded yeah, yeah. and yeah. I haven't played yet. Play it. Mm. Yeah. I, it's... um. Stealth Bioshock is how I can best best describe it. Sure. But you don't have to go stealth if you don't want to. 
Like you can, there's oh, literally yeah, you can just go in and hack and slash yeah. people. And yeah. yeah, you can like force push people right off the level if you want. It's <laughs> cool. awesome. You can possess rats and then have them explode as you exit. Oh, possession. my God. You can literally have everyone shooting at you. Stop time for a duration. Put his buddy in front of the bullet and walk away. That's, that's awesome. Awesome. You can also go through the whole game without killing one person. That is the part that intrigues me. I've yeah. heard mm-hmm. it's way harder. Yep. But that sounds so awesome to me. I made it three hours in. Really? And then I was just like, I don't know how to. I was like up in the rafters. There's like four or five people around me. And I was like, there's no way I can even get past this. Huh. And I tried multiple avenues. But it is possible you get a trophy for it or an achievement if you're on Xbox. Hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, definitely. I'm, I'm going to jump jump back in because I have it on Xbox One now because uh, they have the definitive edition sure sure yeah, and if you i actually remember them saying if you pre-order it uh digitally they'll give you the definitive yes. edition for free yep which is the limited awesome. edition versions as yeah. well uh limited edition versions come backed with the remastered definitive edition of the original mm. uh in dishonored 2 you play as either emily caldwin or corvo both from the first game i like that they have two different protag- uh, protagonists in this each are fully voiced and offer different perspectives, so it gives you a reason to play through as each character if you want a slightly different experience each yeah. time. There's also a time travel component that can be used to solve puzzles. They had that, like, fan-looking device. Yeah. That was interesting to have it live, looking yeah. through both time periods at the same time. Reminded me of uh, Fringe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The window into the alternate world. Absolutely. So cool. And Dishonored 2 will arrive on November 11th. 2016 yeah so cool. again like this year that i'm i'm mm-hmm. for sure getting that game. yeah for sure like 110 percent. the only way i won't get it is if the reviews from everyone are banned including fans and critics that's the only thing that will stop me i would be surprised because the yeah. first one i don't think the first one did phenomenally commercially but it was no. critically acclaimed it came out mm-hmm. of nowhere too. yeah it released i don't remember what game it released with but I remember I was working the midnight again, back in my GameStop days, I was working the midnight and it was the game that I was getting, which tells you how good that game was, because I can't even remember which one it was. Sure. Nice. And Dishonored. And we put both of them on because we got permission on the TV. And when Dishonored came out, I was like, what is this? And I played it. And I think I just ended up playing it for like two hours straight. Yeah. And it was awesome. And I ended up picking it up the next day. Uh, so I've been a fan of it since day one. And I can't wait for Dishonored 2 especially playing as uh, Emily, who you were supposed to, who you protected in the first game. Right, mm-hmm. right. So that's a really cool. So um, you already have an attachment to yeah, this character. Yeah, you, you already know. And Corvo actually talks in this game. I don't remember him talking in the first game. Oh, really? All. Yeah. They I mean, had the whole silent protagonist thing. Going. Yeah, 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 they totally did. And that might just be because, you know, budget restraints or whatever. Sure. The resolution on the first one was, was a little bit lower, mm-hmm. which worked for its favor because it felt like you were playing in an oil painting. That's kind of cool, actually. Which was really cool. Yeah. I love the style of it. Oh, yeah. It looks great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm pumped. I don't know about you, Ding. Uh, I've, I've seen a friend play the through the first one a little bit. Yeah. And just as the concept itself, it seems really exciting. I don't know when or if I will ever get around to playing it, but yeah. I like it. Ubisoft. Ubisoft kicked things off right. Now, mm-hmm. granted, they do generally start with Just Dance, which is not a game <laughs> I care about. But it does wake people up and create a good, like, fun vibe for the beginning of their conference. Oh, sure, I think yeah. that's yeah. smart. Ubisoft's really good at presenting this stuff. Mm-hmm. Not only doing that, but also, like we said, having Aisha Tyler host it mm-hmm. is something way in their favor. Yeah. Someone yeah. who's both a legitimate gamer and mm-hmm. very entertaining. So very mm-hmm. smart move by them. Um, the only note I have for Just Dance 2017 is it's, it's coming out. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's, that's all I care about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands. I am not a big Tom Clancy guy. Me yeah. neither. It's hit or miss with me. Yeah, but the yeah. Ghost Recon series seems to be the one I'd be the most interested in. And out of everything I've seen, Wildlands looks like the one that I would jump into as long as I had friends to play with, because yeah. that is the whole kind of appeal. Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Very similar to Division in that appeal. But that's what makes me kind of hesitant, too, mm. is because, again, Division, another game I just got rid of. I played it for a while. The novelty wore off. The bugs became ever more obvious. I couldn't complete yeah. four missions due to bugs. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So I was one where I literally would fall into the level and die. Oh, that's not good. No matter what I did, reloaded the level, like turn my system off and on, played a week later, same thing. That's weird. So I fell out of love with that, which makes me hesitant on the any other Tom Clancy game. Yeah. I heard, what was it? I read a report, I believe it was like 37% of people have dropped off of the division already. Uh, I'm not surprised, in yeah. all honesty. I mean, if you think about when the game first came out, and look at even on Twitch, like the streams, like there's so many going on. Mm-hmm. And then even like friends talking to even people at work who are more casual that got it they're starting to fall off too did they ever implement the smart glass thing that they wanted to they showed it I off never. like when they first announced that you were supposed to be able to control a drone with like microsoft smart glass from no, a device well, i got it on playstation okay so not that i'm aware of it could have been but smart glass i feel like it's a been. feature that fell away yeah yeah i mean it probably just got too close to launch window, had to mm-hmm. get it out, you know, buggy or whatever. Right. Um, and a lot of people are comparing it to Destiny in terms that it's not a complete game that was shipped. Right. But I still had more fun with Destiny than I ever did with The Division. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Uh, maybe that's just like, I don't know, but I even prefer third person over first person. So I couldn't. As do I. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of like fell out of love, done with it, whatever. Next. I'm kind of hoping they do a Splinter Cell game at some point because that's the Tom Clancy series that I love. Right. Yeah. So uh, Wildlands is four player co-op, which yeah. I always like hearing that phrase. That's that's cool. Yeah. Uh, looked really fun, but it only only if you have three other friends who can hold their own, mm-hmm. I think. And has a March 7th, 2017 release. Mm-hmm. So cool. again, next year. Yeah. South Park. Mm-hmm. South the Park. fractured butthole. <laughs> we first got a peek at the trailer, an initial trailer last E3. And now they actually had gameplay to show us. Uh, there are a dozen superhero classes that you can mix and match powers from. I'm happy about that. I like that we don't have to choose a class and necessarily stick 100% to what that class offers. We can play around a little mm-hmm. bit. The combat system adds space and time, meaning that you can knock back opponents in a square. You can get behind things to protect yourself. Uh, and then the time component didn't really make it. You said that you'd use it to like reset turn order and things like that, yeah, which... Yeah is a hard thing to kind of talk about. It's kind of an abstract concept sure, unless yeah. you see yeah. it and play. Yeah. Um, but just from what they talked about, I mean, I played Stick of Truth. It, yep. It's by far the funniest video game I've ever played in my life. Some people complained it was a little short at like roughly eight hours or so, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, especially for an RPG. Oh, yeah. But I thought it was just enough like that. That's a quality over quantity game. Sure. Yeah. For sure. And you forget that you're playing a game sometimes. Like yes. When we were watching the trailer, too. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, yeah, this is like not an episode. It's a great episode. Park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he, even with the game, too, like you're playing it and they go through the cutscenes and you're like, all right, cool, cool. And it's like press A. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's do it. And um, I remember reading when the first one came out, this is the first time they've ever had to lay out the town of South Park. Mm. So mm-hmm. you can go walk around it. 
So yeah, it even yeah. worked for their benefit. Absolutely. Now they have a map. Yeah. Exactly. Like they, they taught themselves a lot about their own show by making a video yeah. game, which is interesting, which is crazy. I would have loved if they made the video game in a week, though. Just like <laughs> right. <the episodes. laughs> Seven days to air. <laughs> yeah. That if nobody's uh, oh, I'm sure every people's I say nobody. If anybody listening has not seen the seven days to air South Park special. It is unbelievable so how much work they put in that show. Check it out. Oh, yeah. It's probably mm-hmm. on YouTube at this point, honestly. Um, South Park comes out December 6th, 2016. So it's coming this year, which mm-hmm. I'm so excited for. Also, the fact that if you pre-order, you get Stick of Truth as well, yeah. which is awesome. Now, I so have cool. Stick of Truth for PS3, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I've been meaning to play it again forever as like a different class because i think i went through as an archer or whatever yeah, yeah. i mm-hmm. went through originally uh but i always wanted to go through and play as a different one so you gotta have different powers and different abilities and things like that so i'll probably get it for pc and then have stick of truth for pc as well because it's just so much easier to stream it that way yeah. than having it on the console i have an elgato and everything but yeah. to have it uh pc and ready to go oh, mm-hmm. sure, yeah. and then i'd have both of them for pc and that's yeah yeah that's exciting yeah, it's hard to say there's a game I'm more excited for than this. Well, wait for the summer. Summer sale starting up soon on Steam. Oh, got good an email. Call. I didn't even next think about week, that. I think good so, call. Yeah, I, I, if that doesn't drop down, like it dropped down for the holiday sale, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if it did it again. So that might be a good time. Excellent. Yeah. The division, as we talked about a little bit earlier, uh, underground expansion DLC launches June 28th on Xbox <laughs> and PC. And then later on August or or in August for PS4, I don't remember the exact date there. They are also offering three unique outfits for free to celebrate Ubisoft's 30th anniversary. Uh, There was a Splinter Cell one there, I believe. There is one for Wildlands. And then there is another one that I don't remember. And then they also announced the Survival Expansion and showed Mm -hmm. a trailer for that DLC. Snooze. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> a yeah. little bit, a yeah. little bit, a little bit. Yeah, I yeah. don't think it was quite the success that they had hoped it would be. No, but they re- they released a flawed game. Yeah, so. I mean, sometimes oh, that that's what should happen in a, yeah. in a good world. Yeah, when you release a game that is released too early, and sometimes like as much as we complain about it, don't mind the wait as long as it's done. Look at the Arkham series. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. every single Arkham game, except for Origins, which wasn't done by Rocksteady, right, was, has been delayed, mm-hmm. and it's been worth it. Yeah, sure, a couple bugs along the way in Arkham uh, Knight, but all in all, fantastic game. It was done. Yeah, right, just minor things with Division, with um, Destiny. They weren't done, and it's super obvious. And now they're seeing the backlash. Stick of Truth was delayed like five or six months. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. I mean, they lost their 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 dev. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was a big reason to delay it, and it still came out. And the thing I like, and I don't know if things will change with Fractured But Whole, but I don't assume they will, is Trey and Matt seem to want a very pure video game experience where there's no DLC, there's Mm -hmm. no add-ons, there's no microtransactions. This this is the done game here. That's it. And those are the two guys I would expect that out of, too. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Eagle Flight. VR game where you fly around as an eagle and have capture the flag style gameplay looks i thought it looked fun really cool. yeah i mean it's it's gonna be one of those things though where i bet you a lot of people get motion sick from probably maybe um just because they that they've almost proven that what the majority of motion sickness is is when your body you feel you're moving mm-hmm. but your body knows it's not right yeah and that's what causes the disconnect that just gets you sick sure mm-hmm. um and this game is just like has that written all over it oh absolutely <laughs> yeah so mm-hmm. i mean we'll ultimately see it feels like we sports 
for VR. Yeah. You know yep, what I mean? I can see yep. that. Um, but ultimately, we'll see if that's going to be the trend of VR. And if it is, that's probably going to be the decline of it. Yeah. 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 I Would, see it. I see it as, it's not the game that's going to sell anyone yeah. a VR like set, but it's going to be something that I can see people, you know, enjoying and kind of picking up and putting down and picking up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, or bundled with any VR mm-hmm. headset you get. Right. Like, Look what it can do. Yeah. Cool. With all the uh, companies pushing VR, yeah. I, I, I think it's going to do well, but I don't think it's something that presents well on a stage because VR is all about the experience more so than any game. Yeah. That's like the one genre of gaming where you have to be immersed mm-hmm. and you yeah. can't just present it to someone like, yeah, looks kind of cool to watch someone play it on a screen, yeah. mm-hmm. which we didn't really see a whole lot of. We just saw videos and demos and stuff would we if we had seen someone actually wearing the vr stuff which we did a little bit with eagle flight yep. mm-hmm. um but still it just doesn't present properly it's right. it's so much like i didn't know how different it would be until we tried it for the first time yeah. at pax east yeah. and i was blown away by how good vr actually is and people see the graphics and they're like mm-hmm. oh that looks cheesy and that looks terrible and i'm like yeah. it's the start of a new technology oh, what yeah. do you yeah. want it's it's also you don't understand it like when you see the graphics like, yeah it looks kind of cheesy but you're not watching the graphics no you're, you're mm-hmm. in the graphics mm-hmm. like you are part of that like with uh faded that we had played yeah. at Impacts, that blew me away me too it was yeah. unbelievable it was like we did like a little interview and like if if you watch it i'm just like super excited i'm talking way too fast because it's just like i was just thrown into this fantastic world and it was just presented really well and i, I agree it doesn't display on these conferences no not at all the only thing that got close which i'm sure we'll talk about a little bit later is on microsoft when they kind of did the minecraft that kind of had a similar feel right Mm -hmm. yeah i mean ultimately we'll see but uh i believe there was a recent announcement that vr demos are going to start making their way to like game stops and best buys some of them are already there um my local GameStop had is out of order yeah they had a headset there I didn't look to see which I think it was the Oculus, but I didn't really look to see. I just said like this paper sign with handwritten notes that said out of order. Sorry. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. I would have liked to. Well, I think it's uh, specifically PlayStation VR that's going to be like really spreading out. And and that's going to be the seller. Yeah. Because (laughs) unless you put on the headset. Yeah. It's not going to convince you. Yeah. Not yeah. really. Yeah. I mean, I've never put one on, but like hearing that they will be uh, like demo stations in places is something that I would be excited for just yeah. to try and experience. Yeah. It. You have yeah. to go there and check it out. Yeah. At least. Oh, absolutely. I'd make a trip for that. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of VR, Star Trek Bridge Crew. This was cool looking. Now, it looked a little simplistic. Again, mm-hmm. kind of in that same thing we were saying. It looks a little simple graphics wise. The gameplay sure. looks a little simple. But and I don't know how it works multiplayer, like yeah. where everybody's yeah. on their own. Like they added everybody in the same room, mm. but if you're playing four players, can you do that online VR? Is that a thing, know. or do you have to be local? Like, it's very confusing to yeah. me. But at the same time, I could be sitting in the bridge of a starship, right. like <laughs> as a huge Trekkie that used to play Star Trek with my friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could legit be there, and like, there's a captain and engineer, and I know we, my friends and I, would be the ones like treating it. Yeah. straight like yeah <laughs> someone giving orders and other people fall and using all the lingo and do, oh so amazing it would, would be. be cool but I, you do bring up a good point i wonder how like vr would be handled over like online things because that's yeah. like that's like a style of gaming that you really don't want to see things lagging or jittering exactly it's going to yeah. be right there because it's yeah. all about immersion you can't mm-hmm. break that immersion or else it, it becomes a problem yeah or a really slow game 
Yeah. That too. <laughs> or you can say you're going through a distortion field. The ship is passing through <laughs> yeah. a weird. Uh, our readings are all over the place, uh. Captain. <laughs> uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew comes out this fall on all major VR systems, which is cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another big one for Ubisoft is the game For Honor. They yeah. showed this off a little bit for the first time last year. And last year, they really put an emphasis on the one-to-one battle. Mm-hmm. And this year, it seemed a lot like a hack and slash game. Like, a little bit of that went away. That kind of parrying and careful sword fighting and the using of the weapons. And now it was really just, here's a horde of people and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I bet you, if I were to, if I'm a betting man, I'm not. But if I were a betting man. I would say that Ubisoft focus tested the heck out of that game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people were like, well, you know what? You know, I really want to just like cut through my enemies multiples at a time right, or stuff right. like that. And they're like, okay. So they don't want one on one. They don't want to know who would win in a fight. They want to, they want that full feeling. Yeah. So that's what makes me a little more hesitant about this game as well mm-hmm. because of that corporate feel on it and, and the mainstreaming of it. Yeah. yeah. Like some, and sometimes it's fine. Sometimes that really works out for a game. Sure. But. Sometimes it doesn't work out. Most times it doesn't work out so well. Agreed. So ultimately, we'll see. I bet you their season pass with this. I bet. Even though Ubisoft doesn't do too many of those, I feel like they're going to. I mean, they do. This is a game they're really hyping up. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like it's going to have that and they're going to have like pirates and they're going to have like, you know, whatever legendary Mayan Aztec warriors. Other factions. Yeah. Sure, Sure. I can easily see that. Yeah. For Honor will be available February 14th, 2017, so get your loved one ready for Valentine's Day. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, they showed a trailer for Grow Up, which is the sequel to Grow Home, which is a game I haven't played, so it's hard me for me to really give me many thoughts I, on this. I downloaded it. Does yeah, that count? I, did t- I did too. It was a PlayStation Plus yep. title recently, yep. so I, I have it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say on that front. Uh, Trials of the Blood Dragon. What the what is this? Yeah. <laughs> Mashup of the Trials franchise and the Blood Dragon thing from Far Cry, yeah. I believe. Yeah. And it's available now for people that want to <laughs> buy it. I have not yet. Mostly just because everything else is is going to be coming out. Or everything I'm playing now. And then I'm waiting for, what is it, August now is going to be. Uh, I can't remember the game name now. But it just got d- delayed. Oh. Uh, what was that? I'll think about it later. Okay. It's going to bother me all day. I'll wake up in a cold sweat and be like, it's this. Yeah, a Kickstarter game. That no, no, win? it was. Um, I was gonna say Monday number nine. No, the, no, oh. no. They were really uh, not again. They were oh, really yeah. hyping it up last year at E3. Oh, okay. Uh, mm. Open, get to explore different planets. Oh, oh yeah. That one. Um, no, no Man's, Man's Sky. Sky. No Man's Sky. That one. I was really hyped for that. That was supposed five, to be Damian. Yeah, Tram, we got that. Yeah, <laughs> that was supposed to be this month. Yeah. Now it's not. Now it's August. Hmm. So I'm just mm-hmm. gonna add it as saving money time. Or wasting all my money on Steam sale. So that's why I haven't picked up that yet. But it looks sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Watch Dogs 2. The other big, big hype. That's mm-hmm. super hype all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Uh, November 15th, 2016. Release dates. So we're also getting that this year. There is a Watch Dogs film. Still in the works, apparently. Really? Yeah. I hadn't heard about that one. They, that they had talked about it a while ago, and I don't know if they're going with a new character, or if they're going to go with Aiden Pierce from the first one, or if they're going to go with... Whatever this guy's name was that I don't remember. PlayStation will get 30-day early access to DLC on Watch Dogs 2 as well. I think there are a lot of people, at least from watching the uh, the chat in our Twitch channel, thegeekgeneration.com slash Twitch, or twitch.tv slash thegeekgeneration. <laughs> they both work. Either way, works. Take yeah. it either way. Either way, you can get there. Um, the people were saying that they don't want to be tricked the same way that they were with Watch Dogs 1, where right. it looked really amazing, and then it ended up being... Uh, kind of repetitive gameplay 
But then at the same time, I'm thinking, well, Ubisoft is a company that's proven a track record of learning problems from the first games and expanding and fixing those for the second. So I wouldn't write them off right away, because if you look at Assassin's Creed, the first one, very monotonous gameplay. Yeah. Uh, but it was mostly because they were doing something different. Sure. So right. very new in, in the creating of the new IP, you can't always explore it the way that you want to. Right. And then you compare Assassin's Creed two to one and you know, it's a whole new oh, game yeah. Yeah. and it's yeah. amazing. Now, granted, the Assassin's Creed franchise has gone away that I'm not necessarily loving anymore, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that we should write off Watch Dogs the same way. If Watch Dogs was giving us all this new game trailer or gameplay stuff and they're implementing that in the first game. Two, they've had the time to develop it and expand it, and maybe now this is going to be the Assassin's Creed 2 of the Watch Dogs franchise. Hopefully. That's I, a fair point. Yeah, I mean, I did not finish Assassin's Creed 1 because I just couldn't... You can only listen to conversations on park benches so yeah. many times. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And then I wrote off 2 completely, and one of my buddies, like, bought it for me, and he was like, just play this. If you don't like it, just give it back to me. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And then I played the heck out of it. Like, I did every single thing I could possibly think to do in that game. And so I'm really hoping Watch Dogs 2 does has the same effect for me. I only played maybe a couple hours of Watch Dogs. And I was like, yeah, you know, not what I wanted. Um, I am hopeful for Watch Dogs 2. I didn't ask for it. So that's why I'm really like kind of like, yeah, please be good. Sure. Mm. Prove me wrong, please. <laughs> uh, but ultimately, we'll, you know, I guess again, with every single game in this thing, we yeah. will see. Yeah. I think they do have confidence in it because the first one was not critically lauded. Mm. And Ubisoft has, I don't know, they have a way of knowing. Like giving people something they don't necessarily want. Yeah. It was just like mm-hmm. I said, it's the same thing with Assassin's Creed. Like, I don't think anyone was like, oh, I can't wait for a Watchdog sequel. And they were <laughs> no, like, and they were like, here's your Watchdog sequel. I feel like they're they're sitting there going, just wait until they get to play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just wait. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. Not to mention how, you know, I mean, it wasn't like an immediate sequel, but the turnover was pretty quick from the first to the second. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Steep was the last thing they showed, a new IP, which is a multiplayer snowboarding, hang gliding, parasailing, flight suiting game. Super extreme. Yeah. Extremes. Yeah. I, I know this is for people, <laughs> not, yeah. not for not, me. Not but, for me either, yeah. Uh, it seemed like an interesting choice to wrap up the conference with. Mm. Yeah. I, if I were them, I probably would have thrown it in the middle. Yeah. And just kind of like moved along. Yeah. 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 Because usually that's when your ending is like, that's what your last impression. Right. Mm-hmm. I figured Watch Dogs 2 would be yeah, right. the wrap yeah. up game. Yeah. But yeah. who knows? Maybe there's something about this game that isn't really translating to when you watch it. Mm-hmm. It okay. could be like the most fun game you'll ever have in the history of gaming ever. Sure. It just looks really not that impressive. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Let's move on then from Ubisoft to the first of the big three, and we'll get it out of the way. Let's talk about the train wreck that was Nintendo this year. Yeah. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Damien, you're our resident Nintendo expert. What did you think? Uh, I think they're trying too hard to be different as they've been doing for the past few years. You know, they moved on from doing their live broad, uh, their live, you know, at E3 to doing, you know, their their broadcast stuff online. And then now they're the way that they set everything up seemed to be just, you know, interviews and Q&A's. And then, oh, let's look at the screen. All right, let's come back and let's talk to the developers and we'll talk about something else. And we'll go back to the screen and then we'll put on another trailer. And the way that they did that, things felt pretty disjointed and you don't get that sort of prepared, like, this is how things are looking and this is what's included. It mm-hmm. was like, we're going to get the information in snippets. We're going to get things here and the details didn't always seem like they were coming out in the right order, um, which to me was kind of problematic for some of the things. Yeah. Um, the th- a lot of the things that they showed were were pretty great, but there were considerable 
issues and I think they need to take a step back and kind of go back to the methods that were working before. Yeah, I agree. Like I wasn't a fan when they decided to get rid of the live stuff, although mm-hmm. I did start to enjoy the economy of the uh, crafted presentation. Yeah. Like, I never found the Nintendo presentations that were pre-done to be that boring or to have or to be that awkward because Mm -hmm. they didn't allow for that. It was all professionally done. It was done beforehand. They didn't have any live screw ups or anything like that. So that was there was something nice about that. And Mm -hmm. it did feel different, but it didn't feel wrong or off. Right. It it took a little bit of getting used to, but it it, it felt at home and kind of going with like what you were saying earlier about like hiring actors. You know, you you don't have the awkwardness. You don't have the problems of people being on stage and kind of. Looking like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, it became yeah. that thing. And they made it their thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I tried to watch the Nintendo presentations this year. Mm-hmm. And knowing that they were really only talking about Zelda and then a little bit more than that. Yeah. I was like, uh, I, I just can't spend like I'm I'm watching these other conferences that are like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And yet they're spending. I was looking at the YouTube videos that came out for Zelda afterwards. Yep. I was like, oh, there's a there's a YouTube video on combat and uh, the weapon mechanics. Mm-hmm. That's 40 minutes long. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's a video on uh, like crafting and exploration. And that's mm-hmm. that's a half hour. I don't have time. Yeah. For yeah. all of these like 40 minute videos when I'm watching conferences that are covering like 15 games in an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Like that's that's something that you put, you know, to the side for the people that really want to get into the behind the scenes and really want to see that kind of stuff. That's like the the bonus features that you see on a DVD, that sure. type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if we want to like go straight into uh, with Zelda in particular, like what they were showing, you know, it was, it was cool features. It was, you know, a lot of, you know, showing how they're going in this new direction and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But if they're not selling it, if you're not being sold on it within like the first like 10 to 20 minutes, it's going to be hard for anything to try to change yeah, your mind. If absolutely. it's going to be, you know, way down in the, the depths of these really long videos. Mm. And the uh, the response to mm-hmm. Zelda is very divisive. Yeah, it's very mixed for sure. There's a lot of people like, yes, Zelda. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people like, this is a great looking game. I don't know why it's called Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Which um, camp are you in? I'm in the this is great. I like where this is going type of camp. And I kind of I, I can clearly see the other camp. I'm not I'm not going to put anyone on the spot or say anything specific with like that. But what I feel is like the way that Nintendo was kind of presenting everything. They they didn't sh- they they didn't show enough at the right times. Like mm-hmm. we were looking at the the demonstrations and stuff, but we weren't really seeing, you know, things looked a lot barren. They looked very empty. You know, we got to see some fighting sequence with like a couple different types of enemies, but we didn't see any NPCs. We didn't really see anything like towns or mm-hmm. cities or buildings or structures mm-hmm. and all that. It was very, very bare bones. And it's tough to get excited about that and really feel immersed in that new world. If yeah. you're just looking at the title character doing a couple different things. Um, I feel like, they really just we just need to see more to really feel that it's more of a Zelda game in terms of like art style. Like I'm very I'm very welcoming to it. It's kind of like a mix of like the things that we've seen before in like Wind Waker, which was very cartoony mm-hmm. versus like Twilight Princess, which had that very like darker feel to it. Sure. Um, and then even with Skyward Sword, which was like something in the middle, it kind of feels like it's kind of merging that together and even some of the features from all of them together. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's a lot more that's meeting the than that than that meets the eye that we won't know until we get there. Yeah. 
I mean, I haven't played a Zelda game since Link to the Past, so I'm clearly really? out of this whole <laughs> yeah. universe. Um, but I, my right away, I was turned off by the weapon maintaining mechanic, yeah. like that your weapons break and you have to go get another like, mm. and they break so fast. It seems yeah. like yeah. that's that's a little much for me. That's I don't enjoy that part of gameplay. Mm. Yeah, me neither. I don't know. I mean, I'm not totally against it, and I'm seeing that that might be a thing where. It might be focused more on like the the pickup items of like other enemies, but like as the game goes on, like you'll be picking up the master sword, and I don't expect that to break in half because it's right. you know it's a magical yeah, it's, mystical it's sword, the master sword, right? But you, yeah, <laughs> and then after that, why even use other swords at yeah. all? You right. have the master sword. Yeah, you won't need right. to pick up these other items that your enemies are dropping. Well, I mean, they kind of tackled that in Ocarina of Time. You had the master sword through mm-hmm. majority of it, but you can get the Bagoron sword, right? Exactly, which had a better reach. It was a little bit stronger, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So even though I mean, it did break, and you fixed it up one point yeah but they could have that master sword never breaks but it's like your default like it's always at a five out of ten mm-hmm. and you can get something that's a ten out of ten but it'll break a bit easier yeah so it might be worth it for a boss battle or something like that. okay hold on to it maybe i mean your crowbar while your other guns could yeah. run out of ammo. <laughs> exactly yeah. yeah yeah uh is there anything else nintendo had that was worth talking about uh not nothing crazy i mean they they opened up with a new ip but i really wasn't grabbed by it to really mm-hmm. see what it was and that's that's the other thing too is like a lot of it was focused on a lot of games that were coming out for 3ds um and i mean it's got a huge following you know in japan specifically as mm-hmm. well as here um but you know we got to see like a new paper mario a new mario party was announced but nothing huge and groundbreaking and nothing that is going to be as big as like you know the past years where we had the new smash the new mario yeah. kart the mm-hmm. new uh other games like that so really it was zelda was the focus of the show sure and then day two was just kind of a little bit things out although they did have um stuff to talk about with uh pokemon go which yeah. is like their their mobile like you know pokemon in sure, real life sure. thing which yeah. i'm sure plenty of people were excited for and i I'll, I'll i will give it a shot i don't know if i'm gonna buy the 35 dollar add-on piece no but i will definitely give the app a shot now what is yeah. this add-on piece for tell me about it um so it's kind of like a little bit bigger like than a watch and you can either wear it with like a wristband or like kind of like pin it to like a pocket or whatever and what it does is it's it's syncing with like your app and basically uh has like little lights on it that'll like tell you like oh you're near nearby a pokemon like in you know the real world type it's of like thing. a pokemon sensor kind of yeah that's that's kind of cool yeah and i mean it's it's like a cool way to like have like a little badge and be like yeah i play pokemon go too yeah right? yeah but at the same time like me being 31 years old, I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to sure. wear that. I play Pokemon Go, too. And even though I do, and I'm very proud of it, I don't think that's something I'm going to be like, mm-hmm. like, I feel like my girlfriend will walk like maybe 10 paces in front you're of right. me whenever we go right. anywhere. <laughs> and then you're going to start running down the street and be like, yeah. there's a Blastoise over there. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, I'm going. <laughs> you go down to like a shady alleyway and there's a, it's like a sketchy looking dude with like something hiding and it's just like hmm but there's a Mewtwo down there <laughs> oh decisions <laughs> and, and then and then you creep by him and he steps out and you look at all scared and he's like I challenge you to a battle let's go <laughs> he reveals his yeah has a little exclamation point over his head let's do this turning oh, more and more to Yu-Gi-Oh as we go all right. oh boy Hey, Amazon users, if you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com and click on the Amazon button, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. Hey, this is Chris Hardwick, and you're listening to The Geek Generation. In case for some reason you forgot the thing you were listening to. Why would you do that? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to yell. 
All right, leaving Nintendo behind where it probably should be right now. Moving forward to Microsoft. I feel so bad saying that when you're here, Damian. Oh, yeah, just one, one more quick yeah, point yeah, is yeah, that they said nothing about NX. I mean, that we, no. we know going in that they weren't going to, but... And they, yeah. they made reference to it several yeah. times, but didn't really talk about it. Not at all. Not no. a word. And, like, from what the news and rumors and even, like, some of the more concrete stuff is saying is that we're should be expecting it in 2017. We're not going to get another E3 before it comes out, allegedly. No, yeah. but Nintendo likes to make their big announcements on YouTube these days. So. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah. yeah. Nintendo Direct. Let me ask you this while we're on it really quickly. Go for it. Um, this is my prediction. I want to see if you agree with it. Mm-hmm. I predict that Zelda will be released on Wii U and NX. Yeah. Just like they did with Twilight Princess. I, I'm pretty sure right? it's been confirmed. They've announced yeah. that, yeah. Confirmed? Yeah, really? yeah mm-hmm. that is true. Cool. Then it's yeah. Then it's really, really, really out. Yeah. Right. That was a good prediction. That's yeah. a good prediction. <laughs> we can He's already good. confirm it. You don't <laughs> he, even have to he wait. He reads between the lines. He's the man. <laughs> I'm the man. <laughs> All right. Moving on to Microsoft. Microsoft, uh, as expected, you know, because leaks never happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Xbox One S. This is a slimmer console that allows for up to two terabytes in the hard drive. There's a new Xbox wireless controller. I probably should have gotten more information on it, but I can't say I cared that much. Fair enough. And uh, they do have their, what is it, the the 4K, which they're calling HDR, mm-hmm. instead of just calling it 4K, because I think yeah. 4K might be a Sony term. Oh. They, don't, <laughs> they don't want to use it. I didn't even think Or at least that. a Sony developed term. It might be, yeah. 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 Well, it, HDR exists too in in like game development and creation. That's an actual term. Mm-hmm. So I, it's pretty much what they're saying it is. But I wonder if like 4K is just more universally accepted now because now you have 4K TVs, right. 4K computers, right? Exactly. Yeah. And stuff yeah. like that. So that's interesting. It's yeah. also like interesting too that like you know they, you know they they named it Project Scorpio is like what they're calling it with their project name. Oh, but this isn't said, Project Scorpio. No. It's not. No. Oh no. We'll Different. we'll elaborate. Oh no. Yeah. yeah. This is the S. Yeah. And and you're already getting I'm to getting something that yeah. not that you're getting ahead, but you're you're alluding to something that we're definitely going to talk about with mm-hmm. Microsoft and uh, how this ma- major like console thing is happening here. You can see I'm already confused. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> see, this is this is the problem they're running into. All right. Gears of War four. Uh, they announced during the talk of Gears of War 4, probably one of the most exciting things that Microsoft is doing that's not necessarily Gears of War exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have no other notes about Gears of War 4 because I was more interested in this. <laughs> the Xbox Play Anywhere program. Yes. Yeah. Gears of War 4 is going to be one of the first things to implement this program. This means that you can buy a game once and mm-hmm. play on both Xbox One and Windows 10 PC. You now own it for both. Yeah. And every co-op mode will support cross-play between the two. That's Which awesome. is huge. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting move for Microsoft. I think it's a smart one mm-hmm. in the sense that their games are going to be... Uh, the third parties are going to want to be a part of it more because they're not limited to just the console. Sure. Okay. However... I think this also takes away from the exclusivity of the Xbox and kind of reduces the need to even have one because I am not I'm not a fan of the Xbox, not necessarily because of the console itself, Mm -hmm. but I know I could get used to the controller layout. But as a PlayStation guy, it's Mm -hmm. a different animal for me. It just feels different. So uh, playing on a PS4 or playing on my computer is preferable for me. I grew up a PC gamer. I grew up a place, no, not grew up a PlayStation guy, but I just became more comfortable mm-hmm. with the PlayStation mm-hmm. stuff and the franchises. There are some games that have always appealed to me, franchises on Microsoft and Xbox that I've never played because I never got the Xbox. 
But now that I have the option to play those on PC, I no longer need to ever get an Xbox. Yeah. So win for me Mm -hmm. or win for Microsoft. Yeah, it's interesting because I didn't think this was an avenue Microsoft would be interested in partaking in because it essentially gives them half the sales. Mm -hmm. You do have those people. There might not be a lot of them, but that will buy for PC and for Xbox because friends, whatever, streaming, whatever you want to, whatever the reason is. They've just said, like, you know, what? forget it. Just keep your money. We're going to do it for both. Mm -hmm. I wonder if this is more of a move to PC gaming and away from Xbox. Mm, maybe maybe. or them really trying to have the one up on sony on this particular matter because this like last generation for them was microsoft was the people's champion you know it wasn't too expensive it's great graphics sure there's a couple things they did that was kind of weird like the battery packs and such but Mm -hmm. ultimately they won then this console generation came and all of a sudden they were putting in all these restrictions on borrowing and stuff like that. And there were mm-hmm. some misconceptions going on mm-hmm. on both sides. And Sony was like, we're not messing with any of that. It's just business as usual with better right. graphics. And that got everyone's attention. So now I feel like Microsoft is trying to win back that title almost. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, by by one of our games digitally, you can have it on your Windows 10 PC as well. Right. Maybe it's a big push for Windows 10 as well. I, yeah, exactly. Right. I was going right. to say there's a big emphasis on them saying Windows 10 with these, not just Windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you've been on Windows 7 or anything that uh, allows you to upgrade to Windows 10, I'm sure you've noticed the pushy nature to which Microsoft oh, yeah. is reminding you mm-hmm. that you can get a free copy of Windows 10 or you should be upgrading now or da 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 da. Fortunately, I already did. And I'm a big fan of Windows 10. Yeah. Me too. But I guess because Microsoft owns my PC already, mm-hmm. they already won with me. Like, sure. they don't need me to go buy an Xbox. Yeah, right. And if if they're anything like Sony, I believe Sony loses money on their hardware and makes their money back on software. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's the case, then Microsoft is almost doing themselves a favor. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I'm seeing which is it, strange it, that they're releasing so many consoles, but you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it could be the push for VR too. Yeah, you that's know, true. They're, they're trying to make that divvy. Maybe they're trying to make the Xbox more of a VR system than just a console gaming system. This mm-hmm. is true. So I wonder if they're trying to grab more for like exclusivity by like taking like Microsoft is like you know just like your umbrella. If you you're getting it on Xbox and on PC, I wonder if there's a way that they can try to just lock it on to just Xbox and PC and try and leave PS4 out of it. Um, like, I don't know if there's any sort of agreements that may come in with uh, developers that want to develop through this program, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm imagining that it's going to be slightly different than just your your run of the mill, um, you know, port to, to PC. Like, I don't know if it's going to be like you won't be able to, like, you know, get it through Steam. I imagine it's going to be through like Microsoft's game. I was Network. thinking that yeah. as well, too. Yeah. 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 They're they're, they're going to try and, you know, keep it within like their little corner, which is a bummer because I'd like of... to have it as a part of my Steam library. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, right. you know, you got to take what you can get. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's a free copy of the game. Right, mm-hmm. right. And then perhaps maybe they're just trying to get out in front of everything where perhaps they're foreseeing the down, the demise of, like, consoles as, you know, PCs have gotten stronger and AAA titles are always, you know, going across the board mm-hmm. with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Gears of War 4. Uh, that, that was a the thing. They yeah, asked. right? <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was cool. Uh, moving on for Killer Instinct, they announced that General Ram from Gears of War is announced as a guest character for Season 3. Yeah. And uh, Killer Instinct will also become Xbox Play Anywhere, which is cool because that was a game that I don't really understand the release model of Killer Instinct and this whole season thing and that you can, I think, kind of buy characters as you want them. And yeah, yeah. I, it's it's all a little convoluted for me and I haven't been into it enough to 
look for it, but I was a fan of the original Killer Instincts and I've wanted to try this one out. Yeah. So maybe now that there's going to be a PC version of it, I can actually kind of check it out. Yeah. 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 I mean, I played it for a little bit. When I first got my Xbox, I was like, oh, free download, download all the things. And my hard drive got filled. But uh, <laughs> so that was one of the first things to go. It was cool. It was all right. Uh, what I noticed is when they had um, Rom like stab the other guy, Jace, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't show anything on the on Jace's model. It was just like stab, come out. Mm-hmm. His abs are just fine. Don't oh. worry about it. I can't ruin those. Mm-hmm. Um, so like there's those little and it's I guess it's with most fighting games except like Mortal Kombat. It's those shortcuts that kind of break the immersion and they zoomed sure. in on it, too. And I was looking, I was like, oh, where's his guts? Oh, they're not there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We need more guts in our killer instinct. I mean, guts. it's called killer instinct, uh, right? right? Yeah. yeah, I expect that. It's my expectation. <laughs> Forza Horizon 3. Also a game I'm not like jumping for joy about. They're not mm-hmm. really my thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but four player co-op campaign co-op in this one, which is cool. That is yeah. cool. Also an Xbox Play Anywhere title, although I'd be shocked if you have a PC powerful enough to play Forza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and this has a September 27th, 2016 release. It's going to be a little different than your normal Forza, though. Like it's Forza Horizon, which has been around for oh, this is true. a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good um, point. So it might be a little less graphics intensive. Mm-hmm. It certainly didn't show us too much of the customization of the cars. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other cool thing to note is the co-op is instant. Oh, I, I can send you an invitation. All you have to do is press a button on your keyboard oh. or on the controller, depending on what you're playing. That's wonderful. And when you start to sync up, like you literally drive to where you're supposed to go. When mm-hmm. you, as soon as you get close to the other uh, driver, you sync into their world. That's so, cool. That's what they're saying. Seamlessly. That's really it cool. It works that seamlessly. We'll say. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Recore. Recore is a game that I thought was really cool, and they announced it last year at E3. This is from the creator of uh, Mega Man, which is Kaiji Inafune, mm-hmm. I believe. And this is his new IP, aside from Mighty Number no. 9, which I'm still waiting for. I think uh, it's hopefully, what, like another week or two? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. it's right around the corner. Um, Recore, I don't remember if they said that this was a Play Anywhere title, but I'm hoping it is because it's probably, for me, the thing. One of the things I was most excited about coming out of the Xbox conference. Mm-hmm. Just because of the Mega Man yeah, attachment. Right. Yeah. Like the game looks good. Yeah. 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 And we didn't see a ton of gameplay here, mm-hmm. but it's more about the fact that I know the way that that guy makes games and yeah. I feel yeah. like Hoping I would to enjoy stick with this. his track record. Yeah. 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 I mean, we'll see after Mighty Number no. Nine. Like that, it all hinges on that game. It me. really does. Me too. It's been years since that thing. Was it the years or last year? I don't know. Time is just so It's been a while. Wobbly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but it's, it's just like, I'm waiting for that. And then if that does really well, then I'm confident. Sure. After that, if it doesn't do- go so well, then I'll, maybe he might have lost touch or mm. tried something new and it didn't work out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Final Fantasy 15. We got a gameplay demo of I am not a Final Fantasy guy. Really? So, yeah, I, I never really. The, my Final Fantasy knowledge comes from Kingdom Hearts. OK. Honestly, mm-hmm. that's that's my extent. And I know a lot about the world of seven, even though I've never played it, just because yeah. it's so prominent in video game culture. Sure, that you, yeah. can't, right. you can't not know about it. Yeah. Like, I know about all the major plot points and the deaths and all oh, that yeah. stuff. Yeah. But, and mm-hmm. I've never touched it. But yeah. uh, it, it's I, I didn't even understand, like, Final Fantasy in the sense that someone had to explain to me the other day that they're actually completely unlinked games like they all right kind of exist in the same universe but not necessarily like it's just yeah. because they share the same major deities and i just don't understand yeah, yeah. uh i those were the outside of nintendo um and nintendo 64 those were like the 
games I got the most into. Okay. When yeah. I was in high school, I didn't have a platform. Actually, my parents took away the N64 because grades were not so well. Oh. So what did I do? I figured out the PC, the home computer, <laughs> could play video games. Yes, yes. Uh, so I played Final Fantasy VIII, which was my first one, which was it blew me away to the point where my parents took that away. Uh, the PC release had five discs, not four, mm. an install disc. So wow. I just swapped those out on the disc, whatever I was on, nice. and played <laughs> when they were home. Smooth. I'm sure they figured it out, but they're like, what are they going to do at that point? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I'd be played... like, he earned this. He got away with <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> I'm really not even clever. mad. <laughs> so I played uh, eight, then seven, and I loved it. Played 10, liked it. Then Kingdom Hearts came, mm. and I loved Kingdom Hearts. It's my, great. My complaint yeah. was, I wish I could play Final Fantasy, but have the combat similar to Ocarina of Time. Yes. Which mm. is what Kingdom Hearts essentially was, a Absolutely. little more fast-paced, stuff yeah. like that. And then you go back into like 12... 13 other games and you're like yeah the turn base it's fine but i i know what kingdom hearts is now right mm-hmm. i want that which is why i'm really excited for this one it's because it's oh, bringing it's supposed more, to be that kind of it's style. supposed to be more that kind of style okay um and they put a lot of work into final fantasy 15 as well last year at pax they had a panel where they had said that um they have this guy his job is his entire job is to make sure that the friends act like friends and when you're playing them you can feel the friendship and you know that they're oh wow that's his job is to make sure you feel that that's cool which is really cool it's super in-depth kind of like crazy if you think about it like usually Mm -hmm. that's just the writer that's supposed to yeah yeah yeah. right yeah Yeah. um and i think they're really going to start pushing that with the anime that's that's coming out on youtube now the mm. movie that's coming out that's supposed to take place at the same time as the game. Okay. But just from the father's perspective. Again, now yeah. those oh, movie graphics, unbelievable. Crazy. And yeah. they got such like an all-star cast too. Like they have uh, Lena Headey, Aaron Paul, Sean Bean. Like they're all doing voices in this. That's Sean Bean's cool. being the father. Wow. So cool. I'm really pumped. It might be a case of too much commercial attention though. Where they're mm-hmm. really overhyping it. Yeah. And maybe the game doesn't live up and they're starting to realize that. So they start to put out all these other things. Uh, but I'm definitely picking that up in September. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Cool. Yeah. The Division Underground. They talked about The Division a little bit, too. Uh, June 28th on Xbox first. They just wanted to make sure people knew. We're mm-hmm. getting it first. <laughs> <laughs> then yep. they talked about Xbox Live a little bit and some new features that you're going to get through that. Uh, you're going to be able to play background music during your video games, which people are very excited about. Mm-hmm. It seems like such a standard thing, but apparently it wasn't up to this point. <laughs> yep. Uh, you're going to get Cortana, meaning that you can now use voice commands with your Xbox. Uh, they mentioned something about Xbox clubs, which are places to discuss similar game interests. I was like, chat rooms? Yeah. Or message boards? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, whatever works. <laughs> uh, looking for group, which I thought was... Um, adult ads but apparently not uh, <laughs> they they equated it to like a want ad for multiplayer okay yeah okay. so you, if you don't have friends necessarily playing something you can put out an ad and be like hey i'm looking for people to play this game with me mm-hmm. uh arena on xbox which is a tournament space which uh again there's probably factions of people that are all about that competitive aspect again a lot of this stuff doesn't appeal to me but they're they're out there for the community if you want to use them mm-hmm. yeah. minecraft realms the friendly update Hooray. I don't know what Minecraft Realms really is. I don't but, really know either. And, yeah. But there is a uh, Gear VR component coming. Yeah. Mm. Looked like so it that well. seems cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was more impressed with the uh, HoloLens stuff we saw with Minecraft right? last year. Yeah. yeah. That That's an AR over VR for mm-hmm. me because yeah. I know the graphics of Minecraft are a certain way. Yeah. There is a point where it stops being immersive <laughs> when yeah. the graphics are so bad. And I think Minecraft is in that 
reality. Like I can't look at all the squares. Yeah, yeah. I can't pretend I'm in block world like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Uh, another game called Inside, which we saw a little bit of last year as well from the creators of Limbo. This comes out on June 29th and also related to that. Limbo is free for all Xbox One players starting immediately. Wow. Yeah. So if you want to pick that game up, I recommend it. I played it on I PC. It. Mm-hmm. I, I played it on 360. Great experience. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was free on uh, PlayStation. It well. was for a while. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, another game called We Happy Few. Everyone's yeah. wearing masks mm-hmm. and uh, taking some like emotion pills. Yeah. They, mm-hmm. they were talking about a joy pill. Yep. Uh, what a wonderful trailer, even though yeah. dark and disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very excited for this game. This comes out July 26th. So this is yeah, next month. Yeah, yeah. I don't necessarily know what the gameplay is going to be like. It looks like first person yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I'm kind of pumped about it. They're getting a lot of. Um, I was reading an article that said they're getting a lot of like reviews, not reviews, but like a lot of recognition that it's very close to Bioshock. I was and hearing that as well. They're trying to like distance themselves from it because yeah. of the style, because mm-hmm. of the dark nature of it it's very easy to do they probably don't want that expectation exactly yeah, yeah. that's a very high bar to set for anyone sure mm-hmm. um so I, I imagine they're trying to distance themselves for that so you don't like get it like yeah it's cool yeah mm-hmm. not worth the hype yeah uh but also because it might not be a first person shooter <laughs> exactly it could just be a first person like exploration experience right, type exactly. game which yeah. i'm totally down yeah. with like yeah. gone home was great oh gone home yeah. was great absolutely yeah, yeah. I, I took me a long time to play that actually uh but it, it was like what like two two and a half hour yeah, i full did a playthrough i did it mm-hmm. one sitting as and I did was just i like what wait where that's it but i want more yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh if anyone hasn't played gone home highly recommend you check that out yeah. it's it's an it's something totally different than anything you've ever really played before it's an experience more than a game yeah but oh, yeah. but a one worth having for sure absolutely yeah cool yeah uh, they then moved on to Gwent, which is the Witcher card game. Apparently, this is a card game that exists within the Witcher universe, and you can yeah. play it throughout. But now they are fully fleshing it out and making it its standalone game mm-hmm. uh, and will allow crossplay between PCs and consoles as well. Makes sense. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's the only part I like about Witcher 3. Oh, yeah. Gwent. Really? <laughs> a lot of people yeah. seem to be all like they're just sitting down in places and playing Gwent. Oh, yeah. In the yeah. game, which is crazy. Yeah. It's not. Well, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of Witcher anyways. Overhyped for me and the combat oh, was, yeah. was too unforgiving for the level of difficulty that it was. Oh, controls. Right. But um, yeah, I just sit down and be like, you, you play Gwent. You know, let's do it. Let's go and just play for like an hour or so. That's, nice. that's, that's cool. It. Yeah. The, the, the fact that they put that much detail into something like that yeah. it just reminds mm-hmm. me of like the books in skyrim oh yeah like mm-hmm. somebody made an actual game system it's that's cool yeah tekken 7 there was a trailer with uh, kuma in it when i saw the trailer <laughs> i was like oh my god they had said that tekken cross street fighter wasn't going to come out for years yeah. right and this is it because akuma's there i'm so confused <laughs> mm-hmm. why is akuma there i don't understand still yeah I don't know. I, I don't know either. It's like I love Tekken. Yeah. But I think it's died off for me when Tekken Cross Street Fighter never came out. You know what I mean? Mm. Like Street Fighter mm. Cross Tekken came out. And that was awesome. Yeah, and yeah. Like, yeah, no, T- Tekken Cross Street Fighter is coming. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. So, you know, it might yeah. come out. Maybe mm-hmm. if we can figure out how Street Fighter characters work in a three dimensional space. successfully. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. That's probably their hang up. But yeah, I mean, I saw it. I was pretty pumped. And then I was kind of confused by Akuma. And then I just kind of like was like, yeah, I remember uh, Tekken 4 was my game. Mm. And Tekken 5, I didn't really like too much. Tekken Tag Tournament 2 
was mine. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, Tekken 7 will be available early 2017. And speaking of Tekken Tag Tournament 2, it will be available for all Xbox Live Gold members, I believe, for free. Hooray. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Great game. That's the one that had Tekken Bowl in it, (laughs) (laughs) which I played for way too much time. Another one, Game Within a Game. Yeah. Spent way too much time playing Tekken Bowl. Tekken's known for that, though, Game Within a Game. Yeah. I think it was... I don't remember which one it was, but they had almost like a Streets of Rage 3D version of that it. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was really cool. Control was a little wonky, but it was cool to have that in there. Yeah, like some sort of a story mode almost. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And there will be, I think, a story mode in this. In Tekken. Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking of uh, Street Fighter Five is finally getting a story mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting confused with all my fighting games. There's too many. <laughs> yeah, there's way too many. And yet, it doesn't seem like that many at all at the same time. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, Dead Rising 4. Great trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know that much about it. Frank's back. Frank's back. He even hashtagged himself. So yeah. hashtag yeah. Frank's back. Frank's back. <laughs> That's something we know. <laughs> Scalebound. We had a full gameplay demo after the reveal last year where we just saw a trailer. This is another Xbox Play Anywhere title and will be available in 2017. Uh, it looks like a cool concept. But again, I was a little confused by the gameplay demo that they had. They're fighting this giant monstrosity of a creature. And you have all these guys flying around on dragons. Mm-hmm. If you're in that scenario, do you ever get off the dragon? No. I say no. Never. I say no. Never. So ever. they end up like dropping off. And there is some multiplayer co-op, which seems cool. That's mm-hmm. the awesome aspect about the game. But when you have that dragon, you hop off and you start shooting arrows at this thing. When And, and then you're like, hey, big guy, help me out. And he gives him an alley-oop onto the monster instead of like... No, jump on, jump, the yeah, jump on the dragon. He's huge. <laughs> He's got claws and teeth and probably breeds all sorts of who knows what. Mm-hmm. Fight with him. Yeah. Yeah. So that that kind of pulls me out of it when it just seems silly. Yeah. It could totally be a fun game, though. So mm-hmm. who knows? Sea of Thieves. Uh, they showed us a trailer. And this, uh, Damien, you were watching the Microsoft conference with me, weren't you? I don't remember. At least in the chat. I was. I think I might have been in and out. I was getting so frustrated mm-hmm. uh, at watching the Microsoft conference because they kept pulling the camera way back. Yeah. Away yeah. from yeah. the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they were showing the trailer for Sea of Thieves, mm-hmm. I didn't even know what game we were looking at <laughs> because no. they pulled to the back of the auditorium. Right, yeah. And I was like, right, I want to yeah. see the game. Yeah. What are we doing here? I don't need to see. This is not Mystery Science Theater 3000. I don't need to see the backs of people's heads looking at a screen. They're not even reacting. Yeah. They're right. watching the same way we want to watch. So I don't know what Sea of Thieves is. Mm-hmm. Did you have the gut reaction to full screen your screen, even though it was already full screen? As I did multiple times. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm watching this in window. Wait a yeah, minute. Totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah. I wanted it to because it was so tiny. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sea of Thieves, I'm pr- fairly pumped for. Um, I know a lot of the, the other guys at Bad Cutie Funky are super pumped for. Just yeah. Like, it brings you back to childhood when you're you're playing as pirates, right? Mm-hmm. Like it even has that like aesthetic that I would visualize that world to look like when I was a kid. So a lot of it is just kind of like bringing it back to that childhood that like nostalgic factor but also like pirates haven't been around for a while like pirates of the caribbean came out everyone wanted to be a pirate pirates mm-hmm. was a big thing and then it just kind of went away for mm-hmm. a while and i think now is an interesting time for that to resurface and i bet you if that does really well then we get more pirates in fort honor oh interesting yeah. thought yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe it's a resurgence of the pirate theme is sea of thieves a ubisoft game no no but oh, okay. I, I wonder if like Ubisoft's going to capitalize on that mm. kind mm. of, you know, aspect. 
see how it goes or if they're already not working on pirates because you know pirates versus ninjas sounds awesome well yeah, yeah. yeah. samurais throw that in the mix and pretty much yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty great. <laughs> Uh, State of Decay 2, they dropped an announcement trailer for. I know our co-host Volpe is very uh, much a fan of the first State of Decay, so he was pumped when I told him the second one was coming out. I think we have little information beyond that, really. Mm-hmm. Halo Wars 2, uh, it's been a while, I think, since the first one. and this Forever. The other one was developed by Bungie, I believe, and this one yeah. is now 343 as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comes out February 21st, 2017, also for Xbox Play Anywhere. And then lastly, they talked about Project Scorpio, which is another new Xbox One console. Yep. Uh, This one has six teraflops, 4K gaming, VR experiences. (laughs) I can't not laugh when I hear teraflops. is such a funny word. It's so good. I know. (laughs) All devices will be compatible across Xbox One, One S, and Scorpio. So that's cool. You can use your same controllers, your same peripherals. Mm -hmm. And it's going to ship next year. Now, with the announcement, for one, I think Microsoft is kind of confusing the marketplace with three different versions of the Xbox One. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, but I also think that they're eliminating the reason to even buy the original yes. Xbox yeah. One oh, yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. you have two other options that are both preferable. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, unless you're really trying to save money, right. then the first one just wrote itself out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, it's the same thing with the 360 Slim. They did the same exact thing, right? Yeah. You can only find it. Like yep. maybe at Walmart brand new, but used at any GameStop or Best Buy or mm-hmm. wherever. Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be more of that, right? You're going to have the one system over the other. I guarantee you over maybe not this upcoming holiday, but the next one, you have different color for the S models, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, this is just Microsoft's trend with the Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. it's so weird that they're both coming out at like, you know, very, very similar times. Uh, that oh, yeah, they'll sure. Be putting them out there. And it's not like the S is like a budget model. Because, I mean, it's still going to be very much kind of like the same that the original was with, you know, improvements as opposed right. to being like a smaller budget model. Right, right. Well, I mean, even like the Xbox 360 Slim, I wouldn't say was a, a budget model. It was just mm-hmm. an improvement on the on the design. Sure. Right. Um. So I, th- I think that they're just kind of getting tired of hearing about how clunky and how much of a VCR the Xbox mm. One looks like. That's valid. Uh, and they're just kind of redesigning it and let it get out there. And eventually they'll have that with huge months of games. And they're going to have your casual one, which will probably be the S model. And right. Have right. Project Scorpio, which although I hope they don't keep that name Scorpio, because that's going to confuse people mm-hmm. even more. Yeah. I want yeah. the Xbox S Scorpio. I, I right. Yeah, I think a lot of people <laughs> are going to assume that that's an entirely new console if it goes too much away from Xbox One yeah. as mm-hmm. a name. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, moving into the last press conference, the one I was most excited for, because Mm -hmm. uh, I think most of us in here are PlayStation guys, except Mm -hmm. Damien being his Nintendo self. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but if anything, this broadcast kept my attention way better than any of the other. Yeah, Sony knows how to do a show. Uh, There wasn't a lot of in-between. It was really trailer, 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 Mm -hmm. trailer, gameplay, trailer, boda, 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 and I love that. They started off with an orchestra, which was an interesting move, very different than anything we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I totally called it. I will take credit for that. I was like, God of War, God of War. <laughs> I knew it was happening. Yep. Uh, and we saw some gameplay. And you know what? They didn't even drop or tease God of War with anything. No. Uh, trailer. No. It was just, yeah. boom. Hey, gameplay demo. Yeah. Like right yeah. away. Gameplay demo. Uh, the joke is going on like crazy that this is Dad of War. Everyone yeah, is saying it all over the place. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, they're exploring Norse mythology now, which I don't necessarily understand. Does that mean I'm going to drop a little bit of a spoiler for God of War 3, people? So if you haven't played that, it's been years, so get over <laughs> it. Uh, when Kratos dies at the end of God of War 3, 
did he transition to another plane of existence hmm. to now have different gods? Maybe. Like, did, is That's this is his afterlife now the world of Norse mythology and another existence? Oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I think that's the only way they can tra- something like that. Yeah. It would make sense as a transition point. Otherwise, it's just strange. Right. Yeah. Like, how do you have a completely new deity system? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, and he is dead. <laughs> so right, there's right. that. Yeah. I mean, how they bring him back. I don't know. I think yeah. it's interesting they're going with Norse mythology because those gods can actually die. Mm-hmm. And actually, that's the whole part of they go into Ragnarok and they're all just gone and they restart all over again. Sure. Right. So there's that to think about, too. I wonder if, like, the facial hair is significant of that. Yeah. Like, he wakes up in a new well, yeah, he's a Viking now. And now yeah, yeah. <laughs> he needs the beard. <laughs> I thought he just retired from his late night talk show. Because <laughs> that's what they do, right? When they yeah. leave, you oh, yeah. grow a beard. Just grow a beard. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the thing. <laughs> I don't know who's is better right now, Letterman's or Kratos. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. Uh, they went from God of War to Days Gone, which oh, I thought God. was going to be an announcement for Last of Us 2. A lot mm-hmm. of people thought that. Yep. And yeah. then we got something totally different. Well, not totally different but no. different ip different at least enough yeah. um we had another longer gameplay demo at the end of the conference but they did show us a trailer and everything in the beginning mm-hmm. i thought this was sam witwer they were motion captioning who was star killer from the right, Force right. Unleashed. yeah or doomsday and smallville yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, am i right about that i don't know if that's confirmed or not but i don't it, know if that, i didn't it looked an uh, awful lot like him it, it kind of did with yeah. the longer hair yeah. and the the voice is close if not similar so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i haven't done the research maybe they've confirmed or denied but it seems like uh this tells the story of a biker slash bounty hunter named deacon saint john after a pandemic killed most of the world's population and turned humans into zombies which in this world they refer to as freakers mm. freakers interesting yeah yeah but uh, there's no way I'm ever playing this as good as it looks because I hate zombie stuff and I was getting anxiety just oh, watching really? him shoot that horde of zombies. Well, mm-hmm. I, I understand that, too. I love zombie stuff. Mm. And my motto in life is there's no such thing as too many zombies. <laughs> in this game, there were too many zombies. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. And they go down lot. fast, like yeah. one bullet and they're down. It was like World War Z, like mm-hmm. watching that trailer where it's just like you. he literally would empty like five clips and they just kept on yeah. humming. Yeah. So I'm pumped for it. It's definitely Sons of Anarchy mixed with World War Z mm-hmm. with like shades of Last of Us in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually more Dead Rising as well. Yeah, yeah. I can see a little bit of Dead Rising. Yeah, that. without the humor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm pumped for it. It looks really cool. Graphics look great. Story looks good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gameplay looks cool. It it looks amazing. Yeah. I, I just know I'll never play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then, as we all expected or hoped and prayed for like we did last year. The Last Guardian trailer came up and we finally have a release date, October 25th, 2016. Yep. Huge applause oh, from yeah. the crowd. Like finally it's coming out. Yeah. That's a big deal. It still looks like a PlayStation 2 game to me though. Yeah. yeah. I've well, heard not, a lot of people not, say not that the new the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, but with him. Okay, yeah. With the character itself. I think that might be even more art style choice. Could be, yeah. than anything. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's been in development for so long. I don't even know which generation. It's a little bit of everything yeah. right yeah. now. He's going to be like this polygon thing, and then the, the Guardian's going to look amazing. It's going to be so weird. It's like Roger <laughs> Rabbit. It's like this is a cartoon, and this is real life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, we saw the debut trailer mm-hmm. of last year. We got a gameplay demo this year. Yeah. This game it looks, I don't know what it is, but it's just grabbing me. There's yeah, something yeah. about it that looks amazing. It's a combination of like almost three different worlds it feels like yeah right you that have... shouldn't work well together no it right? shouldn't but, but they, they do. do yeah 
you have post-apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. You have uh, primitive fighting, almost yep, like right? Celtic, almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then you have just like Zoids thrown in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it works oddly well. Yeah, yeah. It seems very just fresh. Yeah. Mm. It's it's nice to have a new IP that I'm like, oh, that. Yeah. That's another thing. I didn't yeah. know I wanted that, yep. mm-hmm. but I do. Yep. February 28th, 2017 release day for that one. Mm-hmm. Detroit like Become Human. We've seen tech demos of David Cage working on stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the guy that developed Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His games are divisive, I guess is the right word for it. Uh, they're not for everybody. That is for sure. Yeah. I enjoy mm-hmm. them, even though at times they can be taxing. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of like I love story based games. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. I play them every Saturday night. But um I just couldn't like heavy rain, the mall scene where it's like Jason, Jason, and the presentation of that terrible sure, like sure. mashing of the voice. Huh. I was like, forget I can't I can't do this. And then I played um the other one, I can't remember the name. Beyond Two Souls. Beyond Two Souls. Yeah. I played it. And I got to the point where you go through the training zone mm. and you're trained to be like a soldier. And I was just like, I don't want to play a stealth game. This is not why I'm here. Like, I'm here right. for a story based game. So, again, right. that fell by the wayside. So this looks interesting. They were like, yeah, you know, there's multiple different ways this could end. I'm like, yes, this is what I expect out of you. Right. This is right. This is exactly what you do. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why you're highlighting this. This is <laughs> it says your name there. I know that's going to happen. And then. You know, the graphics look good. Mm-hmm. The story is very intriguing. Yep. I like the world they're setting up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't, I'll probably do what I do with all the other games and pick it up and play a couple I, hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> play a couple hours and get to a part I don't like and be like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully that is not the case, though. Hopefully I get to just I completed both Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls, and oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed them. I liked Heavy Rain more. Yeah. Uh, I just enjoyed the story of it and the mystery aspect a little more than Beyond Two Souls. But yeah, yeah. they're doing some amazing things with those games as far as, like, performance capture and oh, yeah. stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Like, I think Beyond definitely... Uh, took video games to another level as far as like performance art to watch the behind the scenes of ellen page and just like a room with a few props and like giving this kind of a performance Mm. and then i've seen the same kind of stuff done for uncharted 4 sure with uh troy baker and Nolan nolan north yep and it's 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 amazing to see that and you think about how easy actors normally have it on a movie set yeah and then you give them virtually nothing except themselves and watch what they can do and it's unbelievable yeah that's the thing about them is even if you don't like their games like i'm not a big fan but i appreciate what they do for the industry Mm. and and the technological goals they have achieved in order to make uncharted 4 more Mm. lifelike yeah yeah in order to see even Kojima's new game yeah. doing similar things, yep. right? Did you see that picture that he posted on Twitter? I think it was yesterday, where it's literally um, just Norman Reedus mm-hmm. surrounded by cameras. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't like, surprise whoa. me at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of cameras. Yeah, and that is that is acting at its purest. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So that game looks interesting. I'll I'll give it a shot, I'm sure, when it comes out. Uh, the next one was a game that we didn't really know what was going on. There was some creepy horror-ish stuff mm-hmm. in this house. Mm-hmm. And then we saw seven in Roman numerals on the screen, and that became Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, mm-hmm. yep. which they also announced can be fully played in PSVR. Yeah. And I think this, for Resident Evil now, this is another franchise I'm not into because I don't really care for horror games, mm-hmm. but... Uh, from what I've heard about the direction that the franchise has been moving, 
this seems like a brilliant move for Resident Evil. Yeah. Because it's going back to its horror roots. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of becoming like the almost horror slash action that the movies have become. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And now it's 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 once again survival horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's great. It looks great. Although the demo they showed is not going to be included in the game. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. They had said that. So. Interesting to see where that goes. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they just stick to, you know, your your traditional survival horror that I have come to know and love from the earlier Resident Evils. And mm-hmm. hopefully we don't get an Operation Raccoon City. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Resident Evil 7 will be out January 24th, 2017. They then went on a little bit more to talk about PlayStation VR because that was the first one that really talked about a mm. VR title for them. Uh, and turns out they have a whole bunch of them coming yep. out. Oh, yeah. They had said there's going to be 50 titles uh between release of the playstation vr which will launch october 13th 2016 of this year mm-hmm. and between that launch date and the end of the year we'll have 50 titles that have uh that are either dedicated to vr or have a vr component to mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. Yeah. which is that's a lot yeah uh, uh, although i want to know what constitutes a vr component right mm-hmm. you know what i mean if it's like a second screen experience where like you don't need it sure yeah. sure i mean like you know whatever or it's like oh you're in this room put on your vr headset right and mm-hmm. then that's that doesn't and there's count. a good chance 20 of those get titles will yeah. push back into 2017 <laughs> so yeah, that's true too yeah. yeah uh they showed something for farpoint uh which is a vr first person shooter on a planet that looks kind of like mars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that one just went right through my brain like and out the other side like yeah. i don't even yeah. care about this wasn't impressed i think i actually got up to get a drink yeah that one. i was like yeah you know i see what you're doing here but yeah not yeah not me. really interested moved yeah. on uh star wars battlefront x-wing vr mission fuck yes that looks <laughs> yeah. so cool I just remember playing X-Wing on the PC back in the Mm -hmm. day. And I was like, I can sit in the cockpit and do it now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on board. Plus, it it totally tackles that uh, VR issue that a lot of games are going to have with movement. Right. Because you can't walk. But if I could sit down and the world moves around me, Mm -hmm. problem solved. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I'm totally down for this. Yeah, all you need is just like to get the joysticks on your like oh, chair. That'd be awesome. That's it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh then, oh boy. Then they blew my freaking mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, Damien, you did see. I watched you, I watched the reaction organically. I, I was streaming the Sony conference live on Twitch and watching along with it. Mm-hmm. And I fell apart yeah <laughs> because i heard mark hamill doing the joker and oh, i was like yeah. what is happening yep. mm-hmm. and then it said uh batman arkham and i was like what and then yep. vr and i will friggin lost it it yeah. was oh i don't care what it is yeah i want it i want it so bad mm-hmm. oh yeah i've heard more about it this is like the one game i've really researched okay. a lot because surprise surprise be- <laughs> <laughs> because a i'm super excited and uh, uh, uh b they showed so little yeah mm-hmm. during the actual thing so there was right. an on hand on the floor demo for people to play oh, at really? e3 and reports have come out about that apparently uh it starts off with you in wayne manor okay. in the demo at least and this wow. is apparently in the game as well mm-hmm. you start out in wayne manor you like hit some keys on a piano okay mm-hmm. nice to open the entrance to the bat cave you go right. down to the bat cave you spend the time to suit up as batman 
cool. So you put on the boots and the wow. belt, and the, the last thing you put on is the cowl. Uh, and then there's apparently God. like a mirror right there, and you turn to it, and you look at yourself as Batman. Nice. What? Nice. And even though it didn't take this long in the demo, uh, that part of the demo or that part of the game could take an hour, roughly, to go through. Wow. Really? And it has a lot of replayability, I guess, because the Batcave is filled with Easter eggs. That's oh, cool. Wow. So you can explore around and like find a bunch of different stuff. And that yeah. alone, like that, mm-hmm. that sixty dollars, I'll buy that. Yeah, right there, <laughs> a one-hour experience that makes me Batman in the Batcave. Mm-hmm. You've already sure. sold me. Uh, the second half of the demo was a crime scene investigation. There's a murder that happens. Someone close mm-hmm. to Batman gets killed. Mm-hmm. And he now goes out and examines the crime scene. Uh, kind of like you've seen in Arkham games with the detective mode. Sure, yeah, yeah. Where you yeah. now have to take your move controller. You reach into your t- utility belt. You pull out tools. And you do all the crime solving. So cool. this game is less focused on the action that mm-hmm. we've seen in Arkham. Whereas the action was a great thing. Mm-hmm. But now it's focused way more on like the crime solving and that part of Batman. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense for me. Sure. Different types. People are like oh this isn't really arkham but it's in the arkham world obviously yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's developed by rocksteady which is shocking because they were like after arkham knight we're done right we're yeah. not coming back to this well but vr they were like it's such a unique experience how how do you say no to that like right. that's yeah. unbelievable and and they probably didn't want to say no to the buttload of money that probably got <laughs> sure, dropped yeah, on them sure. <laughs> because they sold one more vr headset yeah, at least yeah. uh and it sounds it sounds awesome like even if it's just that yeah. That's like I'm into the detective side of Batman, mm-hmm. yeah. super into it. Yeah. I, I right. miss that a little bit. I thought the Arkham games could have done that a little stronger. Mm-hmm. And I want more of that from like the animated series and from what we'll probably get with the Telltale game. Hopefully. So right. I, I'm totally down for this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm hyped. I'm going to remain cautious. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just because it's it seems like one of those things that's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, it you know, sure does. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I, I turned into a kid. Yeah. Well, oh my. Oh yeah. When it zooms around, like the whole tra- the teaser trailer too was awesome. It's it just was like, zooms around. You hear yeah. the laugh. You hear everything, and then all of a sudden it's just like, you know, don the cowl, wear the cowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it's the first time a hashtag has ever made me like yeah. <laughs> get a nerd boner. <laughs> it has me thinking of like you know those like immersive rides that they have at like Universal Studios and stuff. Where oh, they yeah. have like those franchises mm-hmm. that they've done, and I'm like those things they're going out so far once VR hits. Like with these games, you're never yeah. gonna want to go to an immersive amusement park ever again because yeah. you can you can be in the world. It's true. That's yeah, wild. It's true. I don't need to take Star Tours when I can have it at my house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, this is coming out in October 2016, so this is a launch title for PlayStation VR, and I should say exclusive to PlayStation VR. It will not be on the Vive or the Oculus. Mm. Yeah. Just PlayStation. Not surprising. Yeah. Yeah. No, not, not for the money they're probably paying. <laughs> no. Right. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 came back up in the conversation because it's coming out for PS4, and there's going to be a VR component for this as well. Now, the VR mm-hmm. thing looked a little strange because they yeah. made that jump, and to yeah. me, it looked like a bunch of douchey bros beating up an animal that was just minding its own business. Like, yeah. hey, let's go mm-hmm. in the junkyard and, like, tease this dog. <laughs> like, that's what it felt like. Yeah. A little bit weird. Yeah. yeah. It's... It's definitely a money grabber. Yeah. No question mm-hmm. in my mind. Um, I've been hearing a lot of negative backlash for people who played it there. Mm, There's really? a kiss. Nah, it's just whatever. It's a throwaway. And I mean, again, they're just trying to get more of Final Fantasy hype, which didn't right. need this for me. Right. But it's just trying to do that. And I wonder if they're trying to get more VR into a future Final Fantasy installments, see how it goes, how sure. they can get it to work in there, because VR doesn't really lend itself to third person games. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like the opposite. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Which is surprising that I'm 
so on board because I'm yeah. not a first person right guy mm-hmm. yeah. as far as games go. Well, I mean, like I'd like to see someone tackle third person VR. I feel like it'd be just like playing with your toys. Yeah, yeah, which would be cool. That would be. People can't see that us uh, miming, <laughs> miming, moving our action yeah. figures around. Yeah. Uh, Think of just the opening trailer of the the God of War with the little kid in the, the with the little. Uh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You're just watching another character and helping them through. Mm-hmm. Or if uh, we're talking Beyond Two Souls, what if you were the ghost? Oh, that would actually be really cool. That'd be really cool. But yeah. then you'd have to figure out what you are. <laughs> like, yeah. that's the whole point. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, Ship Assault. Anyone care? Nope. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Even watching the trailer, I was like, before I knew what it was, I was like, this looks really stale. Oh, that's yeah. why. Call of Duty. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, then there was a cute little way of introducing this where the, uh, the presenter came out on stage and he had a shadow of a yeah. character kind of following him along mm-hmm. that looked awfully like a, a, a bandicoot we all know <laughs> um and then he announced that crash bandicoot crash 2 and crash warped are being remastered for ps4 and coming later this year and it's wild possibly the biggest round of applause we've heard at any conference this year yeah. at e3 yeah. unbelievable for a remastered title well so my interpretation of that was before they even said anything everyone was going crazy because they heard the music they saw the mm-hmm. silhouette everyone was like yeah yeah i wonder if a lot of people there were thinking it was a brand new crash game yeah guaranteed I see they were yeah. Yeah. yeah but they applauded after the announcement of the sure. remaster mm-hmm. sure that's that's true too but i feel like after they got all that like applause the guy yeah. was like yeah we're remastering one two and three thanks for coming by and, and he was like, like oh but there's more oh yeah he's gonna be in skylanders and yeah. then like, all right. All <laughs> i can right. have a figure now <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if anything they should have kind of did that in reverse like yeah, yeah. skylanders and then just go boom remaster. they deflated it for sure yeah, they yeah. Did. but i'm wondering uh, i'm wondering if that was gauging interest for oh well, maybe look at how they responded mm-hmm. to crash bandicoot yeah. okay now yeah. you know this game we've kind of been developing well now yeah. we can move ahead and get that could done be. could yeah. be yeah uh lego star wars the force awakens i was surprised to see this trailer at an e3 conference because yeah. it comes out june 28th like oh, it's wow. right around the corner and there's been tons of content out about it already including yeah. everything in the story mode mm-hmm. yeah. the only thing that i saw here that i didn't really notice before is that uh, they seem to be using the audio directly from the movie, which I don't mm-hmm. think is something they've done before yeah. instead of like re-recording dialogue. And sure. I feel like it loses some of that Lego like humor that we're used to at this point. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels more like a, like a machinima video or something. Yeah. Like yeah. Right. yeah, I wasn't into it the same way I've been into Lego games. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love the Lego games. Sure, yeah. I really do. Yeah. So this was like kind of disappointing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about that last night where it's like, Lego games have what you want in a game. In they terms do of character content. Yep. It's smooth graphics, like everything's polished mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. They just make them Lego games, so they're accessible to everyone. Yeah, mm. and I think a lot of people write that off because it's like, oh, it's Lego. It's for kids. But then, like you have in like Lego Marvel, you have yeah, like, you know, mm-hmm. Guardians of the They're Galaxy. so much fun. Yeah, they really are, and it's, they don't age. No, like, in no that sense. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's such a simplified art style, mm-hmm. it looks good no matter when you play it. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But yeah, I I kind of hear you. Like this one, like there was kind of funny. Like I liked the uh, reinterpretation of when Kylo Ren goes crazy, mm-hmm. and it's just like in his room. Yeah. And he's got the posters yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. That was pretty funny. Yeah. So they, they're getting some points there, but yeah. overall, I'm like, I yeah, want yeah. I want the the redone dialogue. It's great that they mm-hmm. have the actual characters, but at the same time, I don't need that. Yeah. Right. Like, you can just tell me that's Ray. I buy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, then we got, what the fuck was this trailer? <laughs> Kojima Productions starring oh, Norman yeah. Reedus. Yeah. Uh, like most Kojima stuff, I have no idea what the fuck's going on Mm-mm. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
There's Norman Reedus naked yep. with an umbilical cord and a baby that's not really there. A bunch of and oily tar yeah. handprints yeah. on dead sea life beach mm-hmm. and yep. then floating things in the air. Yeah. Yep. And this is so fucking Japanese, guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And when I was doing the write up for uh, the trailer on it, I like watched it like maybe six or seven times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still don't know what's going on, but nope. I did notice uh, his necklace looked like it had USB drives on it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, see, I thought they were dog tags. They look like dog tags, but they're like more square like. Interesting. Which is interesting. That's a good call. And if you look at the handcuff, too, that he has on him, it's, it's glows on the inside. Yeah. 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 And then the figures that are looming ominously at the end over by the, the dead beach, essentially, mm-hmm. there's five of them. Mm. And he's the sixth character in there. Interesting. Uh-huh. The thing so. that's weirded me out big time is the fact that there was a baby there that's not there, and then you see yeah. his like he like he had a C section yeah, or something, like he gave birth or something. Yeah, yeah. that's trippy as it's hell. Weird. Yeah. Uh, this game is called Death Stranding. A lot of people are like, "Oh my god, PT is no, it's no. not PT." People like it's, it's like two thirds of PT. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Guillermo del Toro is not attached to this like the way he was PT. Yeah. Uh, it can't be Silent Hills because they obviously don't have the franchise. Right. Whatever they were going to do with Silent Hills, this is not. This mm-hmm. is so far away from whatever it yeah. would be. Yeah. Uh, reports that I've read have said that Kojima got paid a bunch of money just to make this trailer. And they really even haven't started building the game yet. I believe it. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. At all. <laughs> it's just a bummer that people are like, oh, I can't wait to see more. And you're probably not going to see more for a long time. Yeah. yeah. I was reading an article, too, where he was trying to explain what the game is going to be like. And it was just like, it doesn't make sense. There's nothing right. that man does that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like, played one Metal Gear game. I played four because it came with my PS3, sure. I think. Yeah. Uh, and I no idea. Yeah, I I shot things and the game ended, and yeah. there were like five thousand hours of cutscenes, and I don't <laughs> understand any of it. Shot things, hid in a box. Watch the movie. Continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch the movie. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much up. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. He says about like sticks and ropes is what his thing is. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So sticks is to defend yourself and uh-huh. to attack, you know, in oncomers. Ropes is to tie down what you cherish so it doesn't go floating away or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you kind of see that the rope, the umbilical cord, the sure. the handcuff, stuff like that. Stick okay. we don't really see in there, but he's got six of them, or yeah, six of them attached to his necklace. Hmm. He says it's going to be more weapon based, stuff like that. Hmm. He says he considered when he, this. He kind of tooted his own horn a little bit. Hmm. He considered, he's allowed to. He yeah, sells I mean, enough he, games. He is, he is allowed <laughs> to. Sure. Uh, but he said when uh, Metal Gear first came out, he, it was considered by the populace an action game, hmm. and now it's considered a stealth game because it had evolved. He's mm-hmm. considering this an action game and hoping that it evolves much like how Metal Gear did. Interesting. Okay. Genre, it sounded like, which is kind of cool. But again, I wouldn't be surprised if it's just the trailer and that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The song was cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's just one of those things that people are going to talk about for a while yeah. because there's not mm-hmm. going to be any other information yeah. coming out. Oh, yeah. Uh, and lastly, we saw Spider-Man mm-hmm. yes. from Insomniac. So cool. Yes. I'm yeah. so excited. Yes. Mm-hmm. Insomniac's the perfect developer yeah, for Spider-Man totally. Game. Ratchet and Clank, they have the humor down. Mm-hmm. They have the unlockables down. They've mm-hmm. always had different skins, costumes, guns that you can yep. get throughout that. I'm hyped for that for the Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. I really Black wanna... suit's going to be in there. You know mm-hmm. it. It has to mm-hmm. be. I'm, I hope Black, Black suit, Scarlet Spider suit, mm-hmm. probably Iron Spider. Ben Riley. Ooh, ben yeah. Ri- yeah, Ben Riley. I Reilly, love Spider-Man. the Ben Riley suit. Yeah. Uh, probably the bombastic Bagman. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves that one. <laughs> <laughs> the one comic appearance of it. Yeah, <laughs> it's there forever. Yeah. Um, but also they have the open world practice 
through Sunset Overdrive. And even though yeah. for me that was bittersweet because mm-hmm. I was really hyped for it, it didn't deliver on customization, mm-hmm. didn't deliver on the experience. But moving through that world was really cool mm-hmm. and they did develop it really well. So they have that practice. And even if you watch the teaser trailer from that E3 when they announced Sunset Overdrive, mm-hmm. replace that character with Spider-Man. Right. It, there's no difference except he swears a little bit. Right, right. Yeah. That's it. It's, so I'm really hyped. I'm I'm overhyped. I know it. Uh, I, I am, too. I don't care. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm so freaking excited. And uh, most of the time when you make a major, not a major departure, but when you change up a suit as much as that one was changed up by yeah. even adding like the red, white and blue color scheme, yeah. Yeah. which could have been really off putting. Yeah, it works. I was like, yeah, OK, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. yeah, I was so on board right away. And I don't know why, because normally a departure from a suit yeah. irks me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it, I'm not 100 percent on board, but I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's interesting because they didn't change the design. They just changed the color scheme. Yeah, right. so it's interesting for that. And and it looked very similar to the Civil War costume. Good call with the moving eyes. Yeah, and like I noticed the, that the too. pads and stuff like that. So I wonder if they designed that alongside or the you know, Marvel's like, you have to do this. And mm-hmm. they're like, well, we want it to be our own thing because mm-hmm. they're not using Tom Holland as the voice. Right. And they right. do. Maybe the white's the big separating factor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. this is our Spider-Man. Plus, they also did say no origin story here. Yeah. They're jumping cool. right cool. in with an adult Spider-Man. So it's not even teenage Spider-Man. Yeah. We're, we're a veteran mm-hmm. Spider-Man at this point. We're yeah. just going to beat up bad guys. Cool. That's, that's what I want to cool. do. I like every part of that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Every part. Yeah. Uh, and that pretty much wrapped up everything from uh all of e3 so that leaves us with the final question then of what are you most excited for damien uh excited for spider-man uh excited for uh horizon mm-hmm. that uh that's zero that's dawn yeah yep. mm-hmm. um i mean i am excited for the next zelda of course um <laughs> which will be great regardless of how it ends up i i have a lot of faith in it mm-hmm. yeah. um but yeah overall there's a lot of great stuff out there even with, you know, some of the snor- snooze fests that we had to deal with this <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but, yeah. Cool. Greg? Uh, same thing with the addition of Gears of War. I'm mm. a huge Gears of War fan. Um, I have my crew. We haven't played together in a while for Gears, but I'm hoping to reignite that. It'll mm. be great. And um, it's like a thousand percent Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Me. Like, that, that's... Even if it lets me down, I don't care at this point. One of the biggest yeah. surprises, and yet I know Sony did a nice job keeping secrets this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Normally they're not great about it. No. Normally <laughs> they're the worst. Yeah. Um, also, Days Gone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm really pumped for that, just because I love killing me some zombies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm pumped. I think first and foremost for South Park, Fractured Butthole. Yeah. That yep. looks unbelievable. Uh, Batman Arkham VR, obviously. Mm-hmm. Spider Man, Star Wars Battlefront, X Wing. Oddly enough, Star Trek Bridge Crew, even though I'm still curious about how it's going to work. I'm, it's cool enough that I'm interested. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And We Happy Few, I'm really down for. Oh, yeah. I do want to yeah. see gameplay, but that trailer alone sold me. Yep. Yeah. It's just too damn interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I will say overall, I'm really interested just to see where VR is going to go and how, how people are going to receive it. Totally. Because we're getting bigger games now that have vr like mm-hmm. when i heard you know the 50 titles for playstation vr like i was thinking okay maybe we'll see a couple big titles and then it'll be just like indie games or mini games or something like that but then you know seeing batman and resident evil and all these other things it's like it's we're getting like the vr we've always wanted totally mm-hmm. and, totally until if it fails well, and so <laughs> yeah completely. right, right. So. they can always backpedal later yeah this, this is the, the benchmark test right here yep oh yeah just one final reminder before we get out of here that you can pre-order a lot of this stuff by heading to geekgeneration.com. Use that Amazon button on the homepage uh, when you do and do your shopping. We get a little kickback from that. It costs you no extra money, but it does help us to keep this train running or Starship in this case where mm-hmm. we could get a bridge crew and play in VR situations and uh, 
pilot the ship. So that's cool. Yep. Uh, final thoughts or something you would like to plug, Damien? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at MC Hammer Bro. Uh, you know, I've been tweeting a little more than I usually do. So that's pretty good. And uh, if you want to, you know, donate to Rob's uh, Batman VR fund, <laughs> you, you know, go through the Amazon link. Damien uh, did be... at the end of our Sony yeah. stream. He threw a couple bucks. He was like, yeah. for the PlayStation VR fund. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can, you know, geekgeneration.com slash support will take you to the uh, the Game Wisp uh, uh, site if you want to become a supporter there. That's right. You can always go to our, our Twitch site and there's like the donate button there. You can donate uh, through Twitch alerts. So like many that. ways. So many ways. And I mean, yeah. even if you can't donate, just getting the word out there, it means a ton to us, whether that's going through and reviewing on, Amazon, on uh, iTunes or mm-hmm. sharing with a friend. It always helps. Absolutely. Uh, Booster Greg, I need like a list. <laughs> I should write this down. <laughs> go for it. Uh, so each, like I said earlier, each and every Thursday night at 930 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, me and the rest of my crew, the Bad Coyote Funky Podcast, go through all the current events and a special subject matter each week that's always different and exciting and awesome. We do that on twitch.tv slash Funky On Saturday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I go through a chapter of a Telltale game or a heavy story-based game uh, this upcoming uh, tomorrow. Jesus, it's already Friday. Yeah, tomorrow, know, right? we're going to be doing... Although, um, they'll hear this on Monday. On Monday. So, okay. you missed this one. So, next yeah. Saturday. So... I'm going to be finishing off The Walking Dead from the season one, and we'll be going into season two shortly after that. So that's great. Also, follow uh, me. I can't talk anymore. Yeah, fo- follow yeah. this guy. <laughs> follow, follow me. Follow Greg. I can talk sometimes. Uh, at Booster Greg on Twitter and over at BadCoyoteFunky.com for all the news that you may probably care about and more. Excellent. Yeah. We always love bringing in the other podcasters, the other yeah. geeks into mm-hmm. the studio. And we'll have more of the Bad Coyote Funky crew in here in the future for sure for everything else that we do you can head on over to thegeekgeneration.com if you use iTunes please rate the show and write a review we always appreciate those you can like us at facebook.com slash thegeekgeneration and follow at geekgeneration on twitter watch live podcasts and gaming at twitch.tv slash thegeekgeneration you can follow me on twitter and instagram at the night angel support the show by going to thegeekgeneration.com slash support you can send emails with your questions and feedback to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com and as always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. We'll be back soon with more geeky stuff for you, and we will see you then later. Make it so.